0: No. Sideways? No.
1: Goatee? Maybe. Beard? Beard!
0: Do you feel alone? Do you feel neglected? Do well with the ladies? Well, I've got the solution for you! Low self esteem! Throw a beer! Are to following your dreams? Throw a beer! Are you looking at sad? Throw a beer! You wanna look at a glad? Throw a beer! Are you working out? Throw a beer! Did your car break down? Throw a beer! Ice cap's melting? Throw a beer! Are you stuck in the middle of nowhere? We need to make an important phone call, but the battery's dead. You can't find an outlet plug in the charger!
2: The shave, do you park?
3: They did not play the 4th of July On the 4th of July weekend So you might be onto something Yeah like those that.
4: artist types think Things go are like too on point And it's like no It's okay to be on point Because there's going to be an autistic guy in the audience too
3: Indeed Indeed So uh, this is the most beard <laughs> That Beard Talk Live has ever had So uh, folks I think uh, nobody you've introduced yourself I'm the captain
5: uh who else do we have? Uh Zephin. and Peakless Mountaineer. So four
4: Are you the other Ann Arbor guy, bro?
5: Ann Arbor? No. Okay. No, no we, he's we... the California guy.
4: Okay, yeah I met, know I know you. I'm just trying to place who you are. We
5: met at the uh, quill once after a new movers. Um, and I think that I also met you like once before in Keen.
4: Okay yeah, yeah I should I should remember I, that because I, I seem to remember you introduced yourself and I said, oh, you mean Cochrane <laughs> like the guy invo- who invented warp drive. So' I, uh, I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm the
5: guy with the uh, Jew like hat on, on uh, if that if that helps. Um, that's usually the how Geode pe- hat No, the Jew hat.
6: <laughs> oh, oh, you know, uh, there's a uh, word for that. <laughs> Yeah, no, I know. You're being really culturally insensitive right now. Well, that, uh, you, was, you that really was my intention. It, it's, that was kind of anti-Semitic, brother. Um...
5: <laughs> 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 well, I mean, if, uh, if Jews can't be anti-Semitic, then who can?
3: Well, uh, we try
5: and keep
6: them away. (laughs) Uh,
3: I do have uh, a word that I made up. Maybe nobody can be anti-Semitic. How about
4: that? I don't want to be (laughs) anti-Semitic.
3: Since we've uh, uh, brought up the word, uh, I made up a word once for a guy who is uh, doing these motocross uh, motorcycle races the dirt bikes right the mm. you know where they and so like he's wearing the motocross helmet but when he gets done with the race he takes it off and he's got the yarmulke right mm. so mm. i nicknamed it the yamahamaka
5: <laughs>
7: mm. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> because the
5: motorcycle he was driving was a
3: Yamaha.
5: Uh, people also use the word uh kipa, which is how you say it in uh hebrew but Kipo. uh keepa yeah but uh yarmulke is a bit more yiddish and if you ever listen to yiddish you're like that doesn't sound hebrew that kind of sounds a bit more german um yeah yeah i, I was surprised by that the
4: thing that every Ju- that the things that every jewish boy wants to eat are a chicks and a cheeseburger <laughs>
5: that, that does not surprise me at all given... <laughs> that's what i've been told i what don't know the, uh,
3: what was the uh the old joke uh, what was the boy scout's first sexual pleasure Hmm. When he ate his first brownie. (laughs) Oh.
7: Yeah.
4: I used to say I got thrown out of the Cub Scouts for eating a brownie. All right.
3: I, I don't know if you guys will believe this, but according to my calculations and by looking at the display panel of the device in front of me, There are no less than three people holding to get on this show right now. All right. Oh,
4: shit. Well, let them on because we're going to be here all night. All right.
3: In in normal uh, Beard Talk Live, uncensored fashion, Beard Talk Live, who the fuck is this? (laughs) Hello. Beard Talk Live? Hello. Who the fuck is this?
4: Oh wait, that was Lee. I said hello to. No. Sorry, you were you are trying to greet the caller, and yeah, I, right. I thought you were the caller.
3: There's, there's no caller there. Let me try calling number fuck two. Fuck the caller. He's boring. Beard Talk Live. <laughs> who the fuck is this?
8: Who the fuck is this? <laughs> don't know who the
3: fuck is. Sounds like the major.
8: There must be another motherfucker that sounds like me.
3: <laughs> I, there must, I, I
4: sometimes so I might. try you, to you do you must have been happy when you got promoted, brother, because Captain Payne doesn't have the same ring.
3: <laughs> it sure doesn't. <laughs> 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 or lieutenant pain, right? Just no. Maybe. Yeah, lieutenant Payne.
4: Payne that sounds I mean from what I know of lieutenants, that's somebody who's gonna fall on his ass. On a regular basis, not somebody who's going to going to be a problem, but just you know, lieutenants. Gen, they've been to college, but they've never been in combat.
3: So, mm.
8: um... i talking to some fucking bearded bastards here.
3: Wait, I believe Major Payne.
7: Yeah, he has a has
3: a major beard, at least yeah. so I've been told. Yeah, i he's never seen it visual evidence. Or but something. if that's true, then like this right now is the Ooh. most beard we have Beard Talk Live. Yeah, Are people beard. able to video
4: call us uh, so no, just we can you. confirm
3: their beard? No, just you. Okay, we're taking I'm them a on.
8: Everything on my jawbone is gray.
3: Yeah, he is. He's on the crappy speakerphone that sounds distorted. And...
8: That we are progressed with that. that.
3: <laughs> Makes him sound more piratey, really, but like in a horrible tone.
7: <laughs>
3: hey, uh, Major, can you take take it off speakerphone?
7: Yeah, already? All right. Oh.
3: No, I is guess that you can't. Uh, yeah, yeah that, I think that's better. That's significantly better thing. Is he
8: still you. there? We've been through this before. Every time I call into
3: your regular show, oh I'm no, you sound the- like shit during the regular show. <laughs> yeah.
4: We just—I uh, thought the- he was
3: drunk. Call- That's
4: just his phone. a <laughs> little yeah. bit of color. I thought he was either drunk or blowing <laughs> semen.
8: <laughs> no, it was his speaker. I take it and I put it against, you know how you make an echo chamber for your phone? Because the speaker comes up front and in the back. Yeah, you become a libertarian
6: and nobody else will talk to you.
5: <laughs>
6: <laughs> I was going to say uh, Facebook does that for me.
5: Oh, hey, I'm, I moved out here and I'd, um, I had a surplus of people to talk to, you know? There's mm. like so many uh, liberty-oriented people to talk to out here. It almost feels like you're drowning in all the people that you can talk to.
3: It is a nice, refreshing change. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I, I must be the first to say that because... I didn't... Oh, go, go, go ahead. ahead. Okay, well, uh, I, I was surrounded by non-Liberty people mm. uh, out on oh, the West know. Coast. And like I have a lot of people that I call my friends and they're still my brothers and, and all that kind yeah. of thing. but. By and large, I was surrounded by statists of every type and device, and yeah. so it was super refreshing. I'm like, oh, man, other yeah. people out here are for freedom? Wow. I, I don't <laughs> the, know anywhere else in the world where you can I...
5: get, um, you know, Liberty Neighbors, which is what I have here, you know? Like like literal next-door neighbors, it's, yeah. it's just such a good feeling.
6: Yeah, definitely got a complete contrast in that uh, heading back to Colorado for the week. Oh, that's right. You went you along know. for a minute. And it's like, ah, uh, I, miss, no, I missed Oh, he didn't go home. He I went somewhere it. else. Now wow. he's home. It's like, yep. I mean, good like, point. don't get me wrong. I spent plenty of time with, uh, with uh, a couple of minarchists, yeah. which oh. is about as good as you can do out there. Yeah.
5: Well, it sucks because Colorado used to be so libertarian. It It used to be ranked number two or three on the Cato Institute rankings. It used to be. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I mean, South Park takes place in Colorado, and that's got to be the most libertarian (laughs) TV show of all time. Nobody? More libertarian
4: than Rick and Morty, you think?
5: Uh, Way more libertarian. Uh, I can't say. Yeah, I
4: guess the first lesson, the first episode of Rick and Morty was such a tease (laughs) about you know school's no place for smart people which Mm. is god so true yeah Um, no there are i'll tell you what i did i had no idea how lonely i was until i came to the free state and suddenly i was around because i i can speak fluent uh republican i can also speak fluent democrat Mm, yeah so if i'm not trying to be honest i can fit into just about any crowd by just keeping my mouth shut on certain issues yeah pretty much
0: you know so, cuz if you, well, if you don't major go I
8: ain't learning nothing go ahead major that, that's historical. if you don't keep your mouth shut you ain't learning nothing yeah
3: well
4: that's true so some of the time but but the I, I realized I did I didn't connect that back to the original comment the, the original comment is that meant that everybody who knew me, like, everybody who knew me knew half of me. Mm, right. Okay. Yep. But they didn't know the other half because I couldn't tell them about the other half. So it was, so I had this weird split personality. And finally, when I could, when I could come back to, uh, when I came to New Hampshire <laughs> and I could reintegrate myself, mm. it was wonderful
3: yeah there were you people know. out on the west coast who, who knew me of course i had friends i had better fr- you know good friends best friends that kind of a thing there were different levels of that but uh to some extent they all just when i started talking about freedom and you know fuck the government mm-hmm. and you know statism sucks and all that kind of crap they were just like yep that's old uncle Kickass. he's just a crazy eccentric dude and you know yeah. this kind of a thing so uh, yeah like, being like the they token libertarian me. They accepted me for what I was. But, yeah, it was a lot like being the token libertarian in in the crowd. And Mm -hmm. then I get out here and, like, I don't have to really hardly explain my position. In fact, other people are very quick to come to me and tell me why their position is superior to Mm -hmm. mine, which is pretty great because it's the Mm -hmm. exact opposite. There are more people here studying freedom, uh, living freedom, being about freedom than anywhere else I've ever been. Yeah, definitely. I'll,
4: I'll tell you what. I think we could improve that a great deal if we got some some real left libertarians mm. out here. And when I say real left libertarians, uh, I mean yeah, that they're on like the left culturally. They're on the left kind of – they probably come from the left politically. Um, but – they're down with the nap. Mm. And that's the thing that counts, because if somebody's a libertarian socialist, then you gotta hold them to both those words. And mm. like, okay, well, if if you're a socialist, then you do things a certain way, mm. and that's not my problem. Yeah. If you're a libertarian yeah. socialist, you do all that, but you find find ways to get people to do it with I'm- you.
5: I, I would just ahead, I would just want them to live in Vermont personally because Vermont I think will eventually become the Ancom homeland I think as yeah. time See, goes on. I've
8: I've been saying that for years.
5: Yeah, and and I agree.
4: Um,
8: you speak as if you know where the enlightenment of humanity came from.
3: <laughs> I, yeah, I All can't right, say uh, that I do.
8: That would be Nantucket whale well oil. Mm. I once knew a man yeah. from
4: them.
6: Tuck it. <laughs> but enough yeah, about. That's all dad. you This <laughs> is a family show. You know, you it is. It is, is an interesting With point my that, like,
8: was like, I could fuck it. <laughs> I know that <laughs> memory. <laughs> Well, Handle so all the, damn
6: the light of the world no, has always no been energy. All
3: right, Major, nobody hang on. Okay. People, people it was, it was
6: the energy we were getting out of a whale's head mm. that was the enlightenment of the world. Literally. Yeah. On, on, fact, until, the next, yes. until the next yeah, major God, revolution in, major, in energy and in light creation, which mm. was. So
4: you're saying that we all culturally appropriated whale culture?
6: Oh, we appropriated more than their culture.
5: <laughs> and we appropriated from all over the world. That's sort of what global, uh, inter, you know, uh, commerce, um, international commerce did at mm-hmm. that time. Like not only was there a vibrant exchange of goods, but there was also a vibrant exchange of ideas as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, um, and that's what it should oh, be all about. Yeah. of
3: exchanges the of ideas.
8: What, After shutdown, is- because of the lighting of the whale oil. Yeah. And the gold of the harvest was in the head. That's where the gold oil was. Yeah, you oh, told yeah. us about this last week. The energy
5: burning down they the didn't large. keep it yeah.
4: in the head. They kept it in the stores. No, the, the head is the bathroom on a ship. No, no. no. Uh, but of <laughs> the whale.
3: Head of the
5: whale. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Nobody had oh. the whale. The gold was oh, in the head oh, of the whale. Oh, okay. Yeah. You're talking
4: about before they even removed it from Think the whale.
3: Yeah.
4: I was thinking about an intermediate...
8: Intermediate time,
3: yeah. So, uh, so, Ian
8: or not Ian? captain have you never watched that movie I told you to? In the Heart of the Sea.
3: Quite honestly, I don't remember what movie you told me to watch. <laughs>
8: if you, you ever want Heart to stop me Deep. from doing
4: something, tell
8: me to do it. <laughs> you, you, just listen to me. George Melville's classic Moby Dick was made into a movie
3: it's called Moby Dick.
8: And dude, it, it's worth watching. What's the name uh, of it? Okay. In the heart of the sea.
3: In the heart of the sea. I, I,
5: I listened to Moby Dick for the first time last year. It took a really long time, but it was it was really good because uh, it shows you what um, the old school New England life was like, you know, and how people lived. Yeah. It, um And New Hampshire's actually brought it up a couple of times in the book, uh, which I thought yeah, was and surprising.
8: Nantucket was the shit long before fucking. Uh, where they sent these damn uh, Venezuelans to Martha's Vineyard? Oh. <laughs> Fuck Martha's Vineyard! Yeah.
5: Hey, I'm willing uh, to take any uh, immigrants that are libertarian. I want them to come to mm-hmm. New Hampshire. Like if he, what, if uh, I mean, Ron DeSantis I, can I send illegal immigrants to New Hampshire, like mm-hmm. uh, that are libertarian, that's awesome. Please do that.
4: I proposed this idea to Ian uh, on the air, actually, the last time I was on the show, which I guess was yesterday um
7: but, uh, <laughs> i guess so yeah
4: yeah but basically i uh the idea is we take the martha's vineyard um aliens okay uh we we <laughs> wait, a minute, wait the, a minute there we, were aliens in
3: martha's vineyard <laughs> they're, illegal alien aliens. they're not
4: alien to me because i the
3: only race i'm a member of is the human hey, race hey, hey,
8: hey. hey hey, shut up shut up i'm telling the story here bro
3: yeah hang on major don't make me mute you (laughs) you. um okay um
4: so the uh so the idea that i pitched to him is that those 50 illegal immigrants who came to martha's vineyard we should steal the story from desantis by giving off 50 of them jobs Mm including training and the job is as a socialism debunker. Mm. Okay. And basically we then get the Von Mises Institute Mm. to send us, you know, not their, not their most brilliant guy, because I don't care what kind of books he can write. Send us your real teachers, your people who teach for understanding, not who are trying to expand the art. Okay. And, teach these people who have seen it and will immediately understand what, what once they've seen it so plainly mm-hmm. up close that, that if they actually find themselves in a comfortable welcoming situation, yep. which they haven't been in, in a long time, including when they were at home uh, and basically teach them why, f- why venezuela failed Mm. okay and then their job would be to canvas new hampshire for us on on a regular basis telling white liberals about and any other liberals you can find Mm. um about why why venezuela failed and Mm. what they saw and what they went through when the state Took their freedom to produce.
3: Yeah. Like, All right, let's uh, let's. That's
4: let, like the most heinous shit yeah. that you can yeah. do to somebody.
3: Agreed. It, yeah. you know? I, let, let's let Major less, say it, that's then. for sure.
4: Major, okay, go ahead, Major. I'm sorry. I, I just wanted to get that get that whole thought out as well. One I, yeah, I want to raise money for this. I want yeah. to really do it. Yeah, you
5: know. I want to yeah. comment on that after Major's uh, comment. Do
8: you really think that people could be so underfed? That they could not support a toilet paper factory? That failed in Venezuela. <laughs>
3: toilet paper, when yeah, yeah
8: one of the most everything. Yeah. Yeah. The Seriously. thing is, well, there's no well, hang on, hang human on.
4: on earth who knows how tape how toilet paper is made. All
3: right, hang on. There's oh, not a single
4: person part. who can go from the tree. To the to the fucking to to the crack of your ass. <laughs> I think I Some, some intervening nobody, party doing something that he doesn't understand.
3: No wait, hang on. Hang on, hang on. Hang on. It's
4: like a pencil.
3: Alright. I've I've muted the nobody. <laughs> Sorry, man. I do after believe multiple attempts. Yeah. <laughs> What's that, Major?
8: I said I do believe I know how to wipe my arse paper no
3: (laughs) well the thing is they're literally
6: standing on a gold mine yeah so we used to back the dollar with gold Mm. and if you have the dollar and if you Mm. have literally the 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 thing that backs the biggest currency in the world and you still go broke Mm. i mean i don't know a better way of proving that
3: communism doesn't work all right major hold on nobody hold on Zefan, um, you had something to say.
5: Yeah. Uh, so I I think that nobody's point's interesting about having uh, them go around uh, to canvas and explain to the uh, liberals because I'm honestly really concerned about the liberals in this state because a lot of them have very libertarian leanings, mm-hmm. but they don't know mm-hmm. how uh, authoritarian their party is becoming. Like the yeah. New Hampshire Democratic Party has been saying really extreme things like calling free staters like parasites and termites and things like that and then and then then some of of the uh supporters saying that free staters should be like exterminated and stuff like Mm -hmm. uh, they've become so authoritarian and like i've talked to democrats when i was like uh at a polling place you know doing some sign waving and um they're they're very libertarian on like issues like drugs and police mm-hmm. and, and like a lot of, right yeah. yeah and a lot of these other things but their party just spits in their face on it like the well, uh, the new hampshire democratic party is the biggest roadblock to passing cannabis legalization yeah yeah, yeah. all of the problem... cannabis bills have been passed by the republicans like that those are the people that sponsor these uh these drug reform bills yeah. it's really wild
4: yeah uh, new, well, new hampshire I, i'll tell you what <laughs> I really want to, you, you know, I've got a church, um, and I maybe, I maybe I run my mouth so much because I, I need to start doing sermons again. But, mm. but I, I have, a, I have a church. Yes, you should. And yeah. I'm, uh, in in partnership actually with Lee, who is who's the, uh, uh, I'm.
7: I
6: am uh, the Pope.
4: he he is indeed the the current pope i am pope emeritus he is pope
6: emeritus i didn't know that you were a pope oh yeah yeah. Yeah, i am i am pope of the church of the invisible hand of which uh, nobody is a member and emeritus pope dang i should treat you with a lot more
5: respect now now that you have a special title Hey, well, hey, 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 I'm let the Lord Reverend Dr. Captain Kick-Ass estimated... <laughs> That's Esquire, if you will. Ah, my name is so long yeah, I can successfully talk over prophets.
3: nobody in like two sentences.
6: Yeah, no, it's surprising. <laughs> but you see it ends with, if I will. So <laughs> if it you really will. differs to my, my own.
3: All right.
5: Well, I mean, nobody he still is by. an anarchist. All right, you guys stand so by. he does still want you Stand
3: to... by. Uh, Beard Talk Live. Who the fuck is this? Beard Talk Live. All right, let's go to the other one. Beard Talk Live, who the fuck is this?
9: Well, can you hear me?
3: I can. Who the fuck is this? I can hear you. Who the fuck is this?
9: I don't know. Were there any technical difficulties at all?
3: We do have technicalities tonight. Uh, Yeah, there have been a couple. So far, they're all related to me not being able to mute people appropriately. I'm working (laughs) on that.
9: (laughs) I mean, that last one was hilarious. I kept watching.
3: Are you going to tell us who the fuck you are?
9: Yeah, I'm uh, Jack from Ocean oh, Shore. Yeah,
3: that's right. All right, hang on. Let me make sure yeah. nobody are here. Did
4: he say he was Polly Shore? <laughs>
3: <laughs> He's I jacking off Polly Shore? Pauly Shore.
4: <laughs> biodome was hilarious, dude.
9: Biodome, uh, son in law, he did good work.
6: So, fun hmm. fact Biodomes don't ever work
3: uh keep okay. in mind uh, yeah. major pain is still on hold and if he just hangs out there we'll probably bring it back at some point mm. until fine, you know amazing. until jack from ocean shores becomes like not interesting mm. can you so, hear me yeah of course
6: so did you yeah, have we'll uh so tell us
4: something way. we didn't know jack
3: yeah jack just because we can okay. hear you doesn't mean um, we're not going to uh, all talk need, over you
4: yeah, <laughs> we, we can hear each it's other protest. too but we got no respect. Yeah, no, I love you, man. I,
9: love <laughs> I got my own Mountain Dew freaking two leader right here in front of me. I guess I'd say hey, talking, we're, right? you're
5: in good company. All right. Yeah.
9: Wow. I love uh nobody's my he's just so entertaining. Um but Iran I ran protests are so really impressive right now. I don't know if you guys have seen much of the video. And you know, um,
3: of protests that you've run,
9: and Andy Sandberg over there. I don't know if you've been following it.
3: I'm who uh, I have no idea who I, that is.
6: I have no Andy idea about we'll protests. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, the protests in Iran. what you're talking about, Willis?
9: Uh, Iran, the women are tearing off their headscarves and oh, killed.
5: is it like the you Iran- mean in
6: Iran?
9: In Iran, yeah, that's what I ran with, like, yeah. I was-
5: well, you know what's funny about those videos is that they're tearing off the head scarves, um, like one mandated form of clothing that's oppressing them. But while they do that, they keep they have masks on, and so they're literally <laughs> yeah. replacing one religious garment that oppressed them for another in the form of the mask. It's it's really it's really quite tragic, you know. Yeah. I, haven't,
4: I haven't seen See, that, that at all. See, that's generally my belief. I demand I
3: a more Oh, you guys are all horrible listeners. Well,
9: San Francisco, <clears throat> and the United States, to tear their freaking pants off and put a dress on. So who's, who's
3: perfect?
1: Mm.
7: No, yeah, a turn.
6: Well, <laughs> literally, did she... I didn't understand that. <laughs> well. <laughs> It's a shame that they are going to go through this much trouble and face this much of uh, backlash. And in the end, they're not even going to fix the problem, which is don't have an authoritarian state tell you what to
3: do. It's so uh, annoying that that is the literally the answer, right? Like you you could point to everything and it's not difficult for a regular person to comprehend that.
5: Well, most people are addicted to the power, you know? I mean, that's that's what it all boils down to. I mean, because even if they're not the ones in power, they, the feeling of voting makes them feel like, you know, well, I picked this power, and so it's sort of like it's working through me.
6: Well, there's the other side of it, too, though. I mean, why would they have the motivation to leave that garment on there? Why would they want to remain in subjugation. That's a good mm. question. Well, because well, as long as they're in subjugation, they're not responsible for their own decisions. Mm. Nobody. They don't have to worry about See, doing the wrong thing.
7: Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah. See, I don't know. I the the way we talk about statists is kind of it 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 reminds me a little bit of the way Marxists talk about about capitalism because Basically, what we do is we project our expectations as to the results of their policy onto them as if that's their desire, Mm. okay? And at the same time, when we argue for capitalism, so basically it's, and, and the thing is, that tends to dehumanize people. Okay, I mean, the results easy to look at them as not people. And as well, that's what what they want. The government has to do to make you kill people is to make them not people in your brain. So Don't Mm, do their work for them. Right. You know, most people are the heroes of their autobiography, even if, you know, even if we don't understand their logic. Most people look all, are doing all I'm what saying they think is, is the right thing.
6: All I'm uh, saying is that the same reason that they are going for less government instead of uh, instead of no government is the same reason that most people stay under their government at whatever level of oppression it is.
3: all right Jack
9: um, yeah I mean I, I see women on public cars that are being shot. I've seen the videos on Twitter right I, I spent too much time on Twitter. For ripping, because that's a religious ran state. Mm. It's even more not that ours isn't religiously ran on some level, but you know they have the what do they call them? The, the
6: well, they're the they're ass. openly a theocracy. And yeah, our our, yeah. our our religions do have sway on on the uh, democratically elected leaders. Well,
3: hang on, Jack, finish your thought.
9: Well, I'm just saying that they're actually tearing. They went to the if you look into the map on the biggest. Uh, like Tehran, they they whipped out the biggest. Uh, what do they call the leader of them? Um Naritova, the other religious leader, the
5: Ayatollah.
9: Ayatollah, thank you. But they tore that down and burned it, and then women have been like shot for taking their headscarves off. And I don't know. I
5: think it's yeah. Kind of cool. Hold, hold, yeah. Hold
6: hold on. They tore down and burned the Ayatollah.
5: Yeah, they, well, they burned down know. the statue. Um, oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, not like actually. How do you tear down a person? <laughs> <laughs> they lit him on fire and then yeah. tore him to bits. That would um, be I'm,
6: better. Um, I told I them think everything it's... they did wrong it. lit him on fire.
5: <laughs> it, it's, four, it, four beards. It's interesting that, yeah. <laughs> it's interesting that uh, you brought that up because um, Iran used to be a very secular society. And so it kind of makes oh, sense yeah. that they're wanting to throw off these religious, like, iconographies because they this isn't what they lived under this isn't their culture they're like they're being forced to live in a culture that doesn't align with them it would almost be like if all of us lived in like a christian theocracy or something you know
4: well in some ways we do but and in some uh...
5: ways like we all worship the government
4: um i don't worship well no no, no. Government. yeah
5: no what i, I mean is the like
4: hand, the invisible hand of nature that is smart enough to act without violence mm. but you have to be canny to understand it true that uh, jack the hand works yeah. in mysterious ways
9: before the ayatollah took over have you ever seen the pictures of the seventies in Iran. Oh
5: yeah, no, I've seen those. They're they're very Western, very modern. Um they a lot of people thought that they were gonna be the next United States. Wow. Yeah.
3: Yeah, it's amazing stuff.
9: Religion, like I'm a spiritual person, but religion ruins everything. It doesn't have to. An organization such as government or religion.
6: It only ruins shit when it is combined with a monopoly on the initiation of force. Mm.
5: Well, and and that religion in particular is pretty imperialistic, and so that's sort of why that resulted in that in that outcome.
4: But here's a question for you. Okay, imagine a libertarian society. And, and one of the problems of, of people imagining a libertarian society is they imagine that only libertarians would live there. Hmm. And, and I, don't, um, I, I don't think that that's the case. I think in a truly libertarian society, if, if somebody wanted to form a gang and, and submit to all its whims, as you know whether it was a sexual kink or a uh or a uh political king sure. you know we wouldn't stop them from doing that right yeah. it's only when they try to force the religion on us right that we object
5: no absolutely
4: we don't want to tie it right we all. don't subscribe to their effect, ideas
9: children go for it if you don't Preach it to me on every frickin' Revlon commercial. Mm. Just do whatever you want to do, dude. Do whatever you want with your children, for fuck's sake. Mm -hmm. But don't try to teach my children to do it one way or the other, whether it's a Christian or or the other way around. Yeah,
5: I think that parental rights is going to be something that um, gets continuously talked about more and more because they're just stomping on it left and right. I hope so. I, and I don't mean I hope they
3: continue stomping on parental rights. I yeah. mean I hope that yeah, I hope that it blows up and reveals government schools for oh, what absolutely. they really are, which is indoctrination camps, because I think the free market would expose the fallacy that you need that much schooling for a child to, you know, get the basic skills needed to go to, you know, study even further, like post secondary mm. stuff. Well and right. I think that the they one used to
4: teach Latin and Greek in the elementary schools in America. Now they teach remedial remedial English
3: at Harvard. Hang on, nobody.
6: Well, I think the one-two punch that has been keeping us all in their world uh, in terms of the way that we see reality has been broadcast television and government uh, public education. And we are seeing both of those demolished before our own eyes. So uh, broadcast television is going the way of the dodo. It's basically only boomers that still watch that stuff. Most of us at least uh, have streaming programs at this point. And uh, public education was destroyed from the COVID lockdown. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, yeah. The, the, And it still exists, but it's only a matter of time before it becomes terribly obvious that all of the people who are getting raised in their own home are way richer than all the people who didn't.
5: If I could give you guys a uh, white pill, um, at least in New Hampshire, there's um, they haven't released any of the... Um, substance for the bills that are coming up but they have released some of the titles and one of them is uh the parental bill of rights yeah. bill and that was one of the best bills in the last session but this time the primary sponsor on that bill is the speaker of the house and so
4: See, it's gonna, gonna happen this i, I time. would not take that bill at first at face value and here's why did you um, read it I, I have not yet. It's and good. so I'm speaking of, of ignorance of any anything but the people involved. Mm. Um, and and the thing is not even the people involved, the party involved. And and yes, some of the Republicans in New Hampshire and some of the Democrats in New Hampshire are free staters and, and they're anarchists. Um, but or or minarchists or whatever. They're they're, they're us. But mm. the uh, but the uh you know
3: no, nobody lost I'm, it man I, I, nobody nobody I lost it. It. well you were talking about the parental bill of rights <laughs>
4: They'd hit out oh, oh a lot of the things <laughs> for example let me give you something concrete that i'm aware of and i find frightening is uh they were they were getting upset because a school system told teachers that they were not required to out gay and lesbian children to their parents. Uh, and it's like, of course it's not the state's business to out gay and lesbian children to their fucking parents. Jesus H. Christ, that's terrifying. Well, but
5: th- it's because also so not the...
4: children would be beaten to fucking death.
5: It's also not the state's um, business to gather um, the information of the sexual orientation of the children
3: no it's not yeah
5: so that's that's sort of the thought behind that
3: you know jack can you hang on uh yeah all right stand major are you still fucking there I'm here, but all right, we we got you back for a fucking minute. Hang on, let me fucking unmute nobody. Holy fucking shit! Uh,
8: fucking fucking <laughs>
3: whatever you gonna do. Fuck, fuckety, fucking <laughs> fuck, fuck. <laughs> Novelty. Sometimes you can use fuck as a whole sentence. Fuck the fucking fuckers. <laughs> yeah, it is a chameleon of word.
8: I go to hell. Uh,
3: okay, I, oh, I
5: I don't, don't really think hell him. is one of the band ones. Surprisingly, that's true. Yeah. <laughs>
3: Yeah, hell is actually something I, I can't say please I'm reading. I can rock
8: and roll you one more. Oh,
3: only if you do it off speakerphone. Well. Right. <laughs> gotta sound like shit again. So
6: here's we one that, that I think doesn't uh, land on the list, though, is bitch.
3: Oh, yeah. yeah.
6: No, it doesn't. It's not on the list, but they'll, they'll fuck you for it. Yeah, uh,
5: ass, ass isn't either.
6: Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you know, that one. Yeah, "asses" all the time. You say yeah. "ass"
5: all the time. Like people have called
3: we'll in. And be like, can I say "badass"? Kickass. Yeah. ass? i And yeah. like, yeah, it's yeah. Fun. We say it it's all too late the time. Still like you already did. <laughs> Flush now. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
5: Major, are you drunk?
8: This is a bastardism of which?
3: Okay, but a are lot. you drunk?
8: Oh. Are you drunk? I'm an old soul, dude. You want me to take you into? I'm the gonna go with obviously that? yes. Yeah, he's drunk. <laughs> if you ask somebody
4: if he's drunk three times and he doesn't respond <laughs> to the fucking question, he's drunk.
3: What's your name? What's your name? What's your name? I asked you three fucking times now. What's your goddamn name? Drunk it's major is, is my Parkle favorite major. Neat.
8: I'm drunk now. This is Fred Sparkle from Flint. I'm calling, trying to reach Harry's Barber Shop. I want to get my beard trimmed.
5: Oh, uh, no, don't do that. <laughs> do not trim the beard. Yeah. This is the wrong... Do
8: not condone the abuse of
4: Am
6: beard. Am I the only one that caught... He just said his beard goes all the way to China.
5: <laughs> um. Well, he did say no, that drag still on the floor.
8: Dying. Oh, that was wrong.
6: Uh,
5: so you have an open
4: relationship with your beard, is what you're saying?
5: <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Does it sometimes just, ride other people?
8: Wow. Yeah, they might hang me by it, but I pull it some
5: okay uh, that would be a horrible way to go you know it's like you take yeah. so much pride in your beard and then like that's how they take you out it's like sometimes i think about tragic. it
3: and, I, and i'm like man if i get into like a you know a bar fight or something you know yeah, somebody's yeah, definitely gonna you be grabbing oh without a doubt beard. yeah, yeah. No, this, is, like
6: this is one of the like, differences between warrior cultures actually uh so the spartans always kept their beard short mm. because theirs was like a straight up like army style uh, mm. warrior culture right? Whereas the Vikings, being a more independent, like your own honor kind of a thing, mm-hmm. they would grow their beards. The uh, the Longobardians, one of the uh, Longobardians, mo- yeah, <laughs> long, uh, long beards, and right. uh, yeah. it, it became a uh, Longobardian, uh, and like they they were uh, probably the most successful Vikings. They like ran Rome for a while.
3: That's a new Viking name. The
6: Longobardians, yeah, and they had the longest beard, <laughs> right. and it was grown as like a taunt of "I dare you to grab mm. my beard."
3: That's pretty base. Yeah, because it gave you a disadvantage the bike, the bike on the battlefield. The shit. Mm. Uh, uh, let's go back to oh. history. Major, we can't really let's hear you very well.
8: Yeah,
4: let's Remember drop the Major.
3: The... Drop the Major.
8: Wow.
3: Sure. I don't want to break him or anything. You oh,
8: know, oh my
5: God,
3: he came oh. back. Oh. It's like the... Oh, fuck all
4: king's
7: the king's horses
5: and all the king's men couldn't put Major back together again. <laughs> no, <know>, Major's
4: <laughs> drunk. Major is well, on it, a major band.
3: Yeah, but this is the uncensored show, so yeah. like that should be. He refine. could be as
5: drunk as he fucking wants. It's
4: it's true. Fucking I just uh, a, a little bit of drunk person goes a long way for me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there's a reason I smoke weed. But I can tell you partially it's drunk because when I drink I sound know. like the major.
3: I feel like Major's saying something while nobody's saying <laughs> something, but i am not He's able always
4: to. saying
8: something.
3: But it's it, almost like
8: I
6: neither of them wants you. to
3: stop talking <laughs> while we the other
6: I,
8: or listen to each other. I, I, excuse me. May I have the stage. <laughs> I'm willing. So many beards. I can tell you more drunk than most people can sober. I'm an old soul. Mm. I've died many times and I I I fucking fear what I see on the fucking sunrise of humanity.
5: What scares you the I most? Truly,
6: I truly do voice and I will try to apprise you. Okay. Yeah. No. I'm. I'm. I'm at. I'm at. Drop the major because he's not yeah, listening. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Major you're, it's
3: yeah. it's Holy two years. fucking shit. Hey. Uh, I'm sorry. You're. You're not allowed in here right now. This is beard talk live. <laughs> if you don't have a beard, uh, you know, I don't know if. I demand that you. know what the know protocol like is here. You
5: better growing fast.
3: There Maybe. we go. Uh, it's okay there. if nice. they
5: have a beard in their heart. <laughs> yeah. It's nobody. Do, do you have a beard in your heart? Um, Mark. Mark's here. Nobody. Yeah, I have a microphone, so it's all the best. Good to see you, Mark man. Edge.
3: Yeah, Mark Edge has uh, entered the studio once <laughs> hey, again. Hey, how uh, you doing, Mark? And so it was a, he can't hear you, dude. How did he get oh. here?
4: Oh, so he's not stepping in. He stepped into the physical room. Right. He
3: just wanted to say hello to the people. He was like, "Why are there voices coming from the studio? The show has been over for hours." (laughs) And I got, I got him to give himself.
6: I I got him to give himself finger whiskers. So I believe that I've accomplished something.
3: Nice. Mm. We should get him to draw like the mustache on the finger or or the beard on the finger and like hang it on his chin. (laughs) Mm. Uh, That'd be we, pretty sweet. I we we have ta- tossed around the idea of a guest beard. Nobody has taken action, and I don't mean you, nobody. No person on this show has taken action to actually acquire the guest beard, so we don't have one just hanging around mm. for when non-bearded individuals show up and they can just put one on, mm. which would be great. Well, if we had according that. to my
4: theology, be cool your to beard is in your heart. So if you uh, <laughs> if 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 you identify as having a beard, that's good enough for me.
5: Yeah, I think it would be interesting. Sounds if, like the crypt keeper. <laughs> <laughs> be interesting if uh, Nikki was on the show at some point because uh, you know she's. I I like the Sunday show, like how you guys interact with each other on there. It's uh, it's a good uh, good combination. She, she's, been, got a,
6: she's got a portable wraparound beard. Mm, that's
3: true. Yeah, there have been uh, females who have been like, "Hey, can I be on?" I beard think talk that may be the
4: most mm. inappropriate thing I've ever heard.
3: What oh is. come on, dude! You've heard way more inappropriate things. Just you've said way more inappropriate things. What are you talking about? Yeah.
4: Probably true. I used to say to people, "Don't tell me about your virgin ears. I know you. You've been fucked in the ear." <laughs>
3: <laughs> all right, all right, hang on, guys. Hang on. Either somebody hung up and called back, or we've got a new color. Beard Talk Live. Who the fuck is this?
1: This is Liberal from Canada. Liberal
3: hello oh, liberal Canada.
1: Canada. hello liberal what
4: kind how do you use the word liberal uh, up there yeah. is it like classic liberal or is it uh communist liberal
1: <laughs> both uh, okay small uh, l liberal and a capital l liberal for the party uh, okay hmm, and that's justin trudeau's that. party right yeah okay Sorry,
4: I, I just so I want to know it. who the players are so I, it helps me evaluate what I, you're about to say which have, I'm going to let you say now. I have yeah, to on. ask
3: the liberal before you you start in uh, do you have facial hair? I do. The facial All oh. right. Yeah. He's, uh, yeah. he's, 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 he, he's nobody
4: he, He's calling in to, to to teach us about liberalism. He's got a beard. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's that's he's uh, fair, uh, fair point. So
1: let's uh, let the man speak.
3: Wow, nobody telling people to let people speak. Nice.
1: The first thing I wanted to say, oh, you've got to skip the dishes there, I think. Sorry, I'm watching it live too. Skip the dishes? The first thing I wanted to say is the reason they're wearing masks in iran is because they don't want to be identified on camera by the police mm, that's ah. a good point
5: yeah no that's that's not well, a bad you argument
4: realize that i thought you
5: just thought they were no. being
6: cowardly
5: no i thought that they did that because they still were like paranoid about covid and stuff. yeah i
6: thought they were like well hey, i will show my hair which is against the law but i will not genuine... show my so i thought they were saying i will show my hair which is against the law but i will not show my face which is against the law
5: mm-hmm
4: no, I think they didn't want to show their face because that's how the law finds them.
5: Right. Okay. Well, then that's a completely different situation. Liberal like, guy, you had more to harder say. to
1: find people without faces.
3: Hang on, nobody. Let liberal guy speak. Liberal?
1: And the second thing I wanted to ask, because I, I think you're, there's a room of experts there, but I may be wrong, no, is
5: I don't
1: know. how much is too much psilocybin?
5: Oh. oh, that's a good How question. Much
1: too much psilocybin?
4: Hmm.
3: I think I would defer to nobody. Well, in this yeah. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody takes. it Nobody, you're the resident hippie. I ate
4: a quarter, uh, I, I ate an eighth of an ounce. <laughs> I split a quarter of an ounce of penis envy with my girlfriend one time. And we put on uh, Jim Morrison, An American Prayer, which is kind of, it's like the last album that The Doors ever made. Mm. But... It's, it was like Jim Morrison was already dead, so they just took uh, uh, took audio of him reading his poetry and put music behind it, so they could make make music with him one more time. Mm. And and it's it's a funky funky album. Hmm. And and so we had we were listening to it when we started the trip, and and um, and we had it on repeat and uh and after it repeated like five times i mean that album gets it's it's heavy so it gets a little spooky after a while Mm, and mm. and (laughs) my girl looks at me and she's like don't you want to change the music? And I said, yes, Uh I do, but I don't know how. (laughs) (laughs) That is
6: too much. That is too much, yeah. Yeah. A
4: little bit too much. Although you might need to go there if you've got some serious Uh, spiritual constipation going on. That's true. I think he
3: has another question. Nobody
4: Go there with an experienced friend. Mm. Do you see uh, sacred geometry? Do I see the sacred geometry? Yeah, I mean, no, the recognition when our minds of beauty on, is the ability to see the sacred geometry. Um, but to what extent am I conscious of it mathematically? Not, not very much, because yeah. I try not to reduce as as a computer programmer. I have a tendency to reduce the world to equations, and I try to fight against that. Um, so that i don't become intolerable
1: socially Mm. (laughs) well i'm gonna drop i'm gonna drop 14 grams of uh trans penis envy tomorrow so i should be ready ready to i'm a large person so that's how much it takes to affect
4: jeez no 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 have you done this before brother yeah
1: yeah
3: sounds like it yeah but, I, mean, but, I, mean, it I mean it sounds like he's very experienced. This
4: kind of quantity because you're talking i i mean i would like mark if i was gonna do that much i would like go to a campground and mark a month off
3: mm.
4: to uh well okay the so thing is, nobody, once you've had that much that many mushrooms there's no telling what else you're gonna i do. think
3: I think this guy called in to see, you know, who knew or who could answer the question. Yeah. And then now is about to say, "No, actually, I already know how mm. much is enough." Yeah. But
4: well, that's my, but that's okay because we all think we know what well, what's what's
6: enough. I know and, and, I know for my know? body that uh, with psilocybin, it will tell me when I've had enough. Mm. Like I, we, I went out for a, this yeah. amazing little uh, uh, camping trip at the cabin mm. uh, with uh, with uh, uh, three other people. Beautiful, beautiful time, and we had plenty left over because we just reached the point where we'd had enough.
5: Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's sort of that self-regulating,
6: was my right? Yeah
4: after that 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 uh that's a uh, slice of of penis envy which is powerful mm. and and he's talking about taking twice that much um in in i i mean i would not be afraid to do that like if somebody wanted you know he wanted to take that trip and i wanted and wanted somebody to go with him i'd go with him and and you know play uh play shaman for him mm. but um i my solution after I ate a quarter uh the the eighth and it was too much was exactly what you said. It was uh don't don't try to eat the whole bag in the first 20 minutes. Yeah, that nah,
5: definitely yeah,
4: mushrooms, right? All yeah. day and see how you like it. And yep. and, and paste yourself. Pace yourself. And
1: see how you like
4: well, it. Well, let's and let's just, let him
3: have a say for a minute.
1: Yeah, go ahead. It's gonna be an all day vacation. Mm.
5: Mm-hmm. That's how that's, do it. That's and a I fact. Yeah. Like, well, that's going to happen healthy whether healthy you want it to or not.
1: <laughs> but how long does it? How long between drop? How long does it take your brain to recover?
5: Well, you've done it before, wouldn't you know?
1: Yeah. Well, not. I, I mean, mean, not. I dropped. A, I dropped. A, I ate a chocolate bar yesterday. An eight-gram chocolate bar yesterday.
6: Um. I and... I always have to pencil a weekend away for it. So mm-hmm. like a day for the trip and a day to recover. Mm
1: yeah
4: because a lot of the time the your your uh i mean the reason for the trip or at least the reason for my trips is to have an epiphany and sometimes your epiphany comes during the height of the trip but sometimes it comes the next day when you look back at the trip and you go oh that's what it was trying to tell me Mm. you know because the the whole thing is the the point of of dropping mushrooms is you want to be able to look at the world like a crazy person does because sometimes crazy people see things we don't mm. but you know you uh it, it's a nice place to visit but i wouldn't want to live there
3: Amen. And- hey liberal guy. <laughs> Li- Liberal, hang on hang on um because there's, yeah, just, there's somebody else calling oh, go uh, ahead. to
5: get on to um uh nobody's point um Oh, could you just repeat what you just said, like at the very end, nobody? No. Almost
4: certainly no. not. What uh, was I talking no, about?
5: No, I don't think he and his next caller. Uh, Beard Talk Live. Yeah. Who the fuck is this?
3: Beard Talk Live, you're on the air. Beard Talk
5: Live going once.
3: We cannot hear right. you. Okay,
5: I remember now. So um, So basically, um this is this is all really good information for me, nobody, because um, I have this goal where I'm actually trying to wait until I'm 25 to uh, try any of these substances because that's when your brain reaches full maturity. And so I've I've been trying to get as much uh, advice and um, you know like mm. uh, insight on people that are experienced with it, so that mm. you know I can I can best facilitate like a good interaction mm. with it. So
4: well, my my church, at least at least my side of it teaches, and I think that Lee is with me on on this point that it uh, according to our theology, your brain becomes fully formed only when you're dead
7: because. Mm. That's True. the only yeah, time that's a good point. True.
4: It, it will ever become static. Yeah. It, it sounds to me though like you're if you're, you're not growing, you're dying right
6: mm. It sounds to me like you're describing neuromyelination, mm. uh, which is when the the fatty uh, 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 sort of um, uh, uh, the grounding that uh, allows faster but less creative uh, thoughts mm. uh, finishes growing. Oh, the so,
3: synapses.
6: Yeah. Well. So. So you've you've got this. Uh, it, it's actually its own particular kind of cell mm. uh, that grows around the the axon. Yeah. Uh, the so dendrites? the wiring. Yes. Yeah. So the, uh, your axons oh. and your dendrites mm. uh, are your wires, right? Mm. I thought those and, were two like
3: different metal bands.
6: <laughs> and uh, the axon They're is the is the side true. that 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 stretches out, right? Mm, yeah. So you've got the, these separate cells that like go around mm. the axon, so that it it works as insulation. That's the word I was trying to to, to think of. Right. So the, the effect of that is that your decision making is much better mm. and your worldview is much more solid. Well yeah. But uh, and you think a lot faster, yeah. but the downside is that you have less creativity.
5: Right. So I've I've heard these things before. I've heard um, people on one side say, "Oh no, you need to do it before you're 25 so that it can change your brain chemistry for the better." Mm. Um, but then I've also heard from other people, "Oh no, we don't know enough information about it's it amazing yet. You should to wait until that, after that, 25." Well, like when I was 25,
3: and, nobody would have even not nobody, but no person that was my age and in my school or that I knew at that age mm. would have even been not knowledgeable enough to like know that there's a choice to be made as to whether Mm. to wait or not to do a thing yeah Mm -hmm. like most people are still children when they grow up yeah
5: you know i mean like most people it's so funny that everyone everyone pretends like they're adults but i think that we all have like a bit of our child side in us still you know and
4: i don't even really try to fake it
5: yeah, seriously. I'm,
4: I'm a 53 year old teenager, and I'll probably be a teenager the day I die. Like keep I keep telling hope everybody I'm
6: 12. Yeah. So I'd actually like
3: to talk about a word. Oh, do you
4: hear the Biden speech clip where <laughs> Which one? this woman walks into the yeah, fucking? It's not going to happen.
3: Yeah. I don't. I don't really want to talk about Biden. Fuck that guy. Yeah. Okay. So um, I'd
6: like to talk about the word neoteny. What the ah. fuck
3: is that? Neoteny. So wait, neoteny. hang on, hang on. Before you go any further, nobody. Do you know what neoteny is?
4: Um, I, no. But brevity is the soul of wit.
3: <laughs> neoteny,
6: then. So neoteny is when you hold a youthful trait over into later life. Ooh. And the reason that humans are the way they are is because the neotenic trait of, of apes having large heads when they are very young has been held over for our entire life. I have both mm. of those. So there are a lot of ways in which yes, I'm twelve
3: and a large noggin,
6: <laughs> right? <laughs> But yeah there are a lot of ways in which our our development anymore. is slowed down mm-hmm. so the idea of actually waiting for full development is a really wise idea in my opinion mm-hmm.
4: hmm. i don't know i um, I don't have a, uh, I don't have a strong opinion on on what other people should do outside of mm. a few narrow areas, and that's not one of them.
5: Well, so. it worked it worked out in a lot of ways because I also refrained from doing it uh, for other kind of crazy ideas. Like I didn't get a tattoo, for example. Um, even though when I turned eighteen, I really wanted one. Mm. Um, but I'm so grateful for that now because mm-hmm. my religion doesn't even allow me to get tattoos. <laughs> um, and then, not even a religious tattoo. Religion. Um, I, I'm a I'm a Jew. Okay. Yeah. Nothing um, wrong
4: with that, bro. We we, we 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 anybody who loves liberty, we love you.
5: Oh well, yeah, absolutely. Well, <laughs> the Jews Jews comprise like forty percent of the free state movement, so it'd be pretty hard to uh, you know, <laughs> that might yeah, really, well, had
4: to call to anti Semites, and I say, oh yeah, the followers of Ayn Rand, Murray Rothbard, Ludwig von Mises, Ludwig von
5: Mises, uh, uh,
4: Ludwig von Mises right. all of them Jews. Yeah,
5: Milton Friedman.
4: Milton Friedman. They Friedman. Were all Jews. We're followers of Jews. We're practically Jews. Ourselves, yeah, for Christ's well, sake.
3: Well, we're
5: the chosen people. We're the chosen people trying uh, to establish uh, a homeland in uh, the great, um, the great promised land yeah. of New Hampshire. <laughs> See,
3: so it is written. I wonder yeah. if
4: we're going around about it the wrong way, though. There's, there's a, there's a different way to approach this.
3: Let me guess. You start a coin. <laughs> oh, no, it doesn't even. That's how Coin
4: eventually.
3: Damn it! <laughs>
4: Quit jumping ahead,
3: Captain. Sorry.
4: That's step five. But My bad. Basically um <laughs> shit. I
3: all right. Well that's all right, because guess what? Beard talk live. Who the fuck is this?
8: Who the fuck are you?
3: Oh it's uh, the major uh, hang major. on, Major, hang on. I just want to make oh, sure we don't geez. have another another. I don't new think color. we should
4: have double callers I think
3: Beard Talk Live, who the fuck is this? Uh
4: this is Jack again. It's Jack again.
3: How are you guys doing? All right, hang on, hang
4: on. Okay. Beard <laughs> talk <laughs>
3: live, who the fuck is this? Beard Talk Live, who the fuck is this? All right, so I'll drop that I, one. Alright, so you got two choices, Jack or Major?
5: Um hmm, Let's go with, uh, yeah, Jack, go with Jack. Yeah, Jack, I think he's thought, yeah. better at listening. Yeah,
3: I agree. Jack, you've won you've won the uh, the bearded vote. Uh, Jack, do you have a beard? Did we ask you that?
4: Fuck
9: his yeah, beard. It's growing
3: yeah oh nice yeah. is it? Is it are I you in like whisker thing. mode or yeah. See, is it like the full thing beard? is,
4: pretty girls don't have beards and i don't want to do a show that, that is not true at all, all that is not really even good. true and on this show
7: that,
9: <laughs> that, that, you, yes. barely have, you, you barely have more hair than i do and our I first show olivia it. called
6: in and gave
5: herself a beard that's true wait is olivia um mm-hmm. i've never seen Olivia before. No, but she at
3: least, like, wrapped her hair on her face and on her chin while she talked to us. I haven't
6: she's seen totally her, but pick. she's really she, she somewhat beautiful. A, yeah. She has she's, nobody noticed
1: Olivia? The
3: well, there you go.
6: Yeah. So apparently she's beautiful on the outside as well, and she has a beard when she's on our show. That's and nobody, true.
3: didn't you say earlier that it's only important if they identify if with having a beard, whether Lights they have a beard up. or not? Mm-hmm
4: um yeah yeah, that was my that was my earlier
5: attempt to try and shift the focus but my pronouns are beard mustache
3: (laughs) (laughs) jack from ocean shores do you have you know anything to say are you drinking what's going on nobody's perfect perfect no nobody's perfect wow thank
4: you i've always thought so but i'm (laughs) glad to have confirmation now
7: hallelujah
9: Personality is way better after a long relationship than looks. Typically, I've found.
6: Yeah. Mm.
3: Mm-hmm. Okay. By the way, That's my good.
6: pronouns are goatee sideburns.
3: Mm. Uh, <laughs> nice. So, <laughs> prior to doing Beard Talk Live uh, in any way, shape, or form, I had decided that my preferred pronoun is mofo. <laughs> <laughs> I was
5: mo-fo. on that show uh, for for you know, when I you created that, stuff, yeah. Right?
6: what's that yeah i know what yeah thanks jack i (laughs) I know i know what it stands for thank you i mean i I, I always figured figured, like go ahead sir i
3: figure if you're going to
6: extract a social interaction out of someone like get the best thing you can like wait you get to i get to pick any fucking pronoun i want (laughs) okay my lord and savior (laughs) (laughs) well like the good god so everything that's mine you have to refer to as the good
3: (laughs) so now that we're on beard talk live the uncensored version right i can i can now say (laughs) i can now say my preferred pronoun is motherfucker Mm, nice but because i was on now is that mother
6: slash fucker
3: no, it's one word. Okay. Yeah, mm. no spaces. That's no... the one word. So and also, you don't capitalize the F either, like some of these trendy internet companies like to mm. do, and they smash the words together. They capitalize one letter yeah. in the middle. You yeah. don't do that shit. It's That's just capital M, M-, M, and then other
5: fucker. Okay. Gotcha. So then he and his would just be the same. It'd like, be like yo word. motherfucker.
3: Oh,
6: so it'd be motherfucker hey, motherfuckers. Fucker. Mother yeah. What's up, motherfucker? His pronouns are motherfucker motherfuckers. Oh, okay,
3: You'd that makes Yo, mofo. Yeah, i like, be like, "What?"
4: I, I want to get white people calling each other
1: "cracker."
3: <laughs> Who's that? that Showtime, cracker? cracker.
1: Nobody. Yeah. I have a Nobody. an
3: idea for a a, a brand of crackers. Uh, it's spelled apostrophe S U P, and then they're just saltines, and they're at the bottom shelf of the grocery store. So when you walk in and walk down the aisle, you can be like, "Sup, crackers?" <laughs> <laughs>
5: i bet it would
3: sell
4: now we can already do that
5: i like uh i like when jews uh do what you were talking about uh nobody where it's like oh what's up yid or just like other uh other terms that uh yeah exactly um like it, it's it's fun when other cultures make fun of each other. You know, I think that that's what makes us yeah. human. Is like when we laugh at each other, that's when like mm-hmm. the most beautiful things happen. That's why I'm so sad and that comedy's dying. You know, because it's other. so important. That's yeah. what up, Mahib? Yep. <laughs> I, I watched uh, *Blazing
4: Saddles* with a friend. Of oh, mine I love that black, movie. Uh, yeah,
6: it's a good movie.
4: Uh, in in the in the 80s, and it was like, you know, it was it. Being able to laugh at that, and both of us laugh at it, and mm. and it's just like, yeah, weren't they stupid back then? <sighs> ha, ha. It was a
6: better time. And yeah, like it, we were actually, we were actually getting to racial unity. Yep, man, well, we and, and that's ridiculous. what they had to
4: destroy. Mm. Yeah,
6: but but the thing is,
4: and and so basically, wokeness, I've decided, is what happened because you know you remember. Back in the day, the last people left who were the racists Mm. were these fucking humorless idiots, Mm -hmm. okay? (laughs) Well, wokeness is what happens when the humorless idiots figure out that racism is a bad idea and try <laughs> to explain it to the rest of us in their own special way. Mm. Um, <laughs> I, I you also- know the,
6: the the thing that shocked me visiting a liberal city is that like all the all the racial segregation. Like, there used to be, like, you know, mestizos and Europeans would hang out together, and like, uh, nah, they're all in their own little groups now. I'll give
3: the Seattle-Washington area a nod towards the mixed cultures, Mm. because unlike- like, uh, I grew up in Wisconsin. I'm very familiar with Milwaukee, Wisconsin, a mm. very segregated city. Yeah. Uh, Chicago, also a very segregated city by race, by ethnicity, mm. by, you know, many different things. Yeah, Gang of Phileasian. Seattle, Washington, are being, like, one of the things that attracted me there before I was of the mind of freedom, one of the reasons I wanted to go there, outside of the fact that there was a boom in music scene in the mid-'90s, mm. um, was that it was one of the youngest places and it was one of the largest melting pots as far Mm. as cultures and races and all that kind of stuff goes. And I'll give that area this much credit and to say that it is like the most non segregated city I've ever been in Mm. right now. And that's in the United States, right? Uh, I've been to a bunch of different cities, but as far as that's concerned, there's little pockets here and there that you could consider. Say, but by way of comparison, Mm. probably a 50% reduction, at least compared to all other major cities.
5: I I felt like, uh, where I lived in the Bay Area was very, very diverse. Like, um, the um, I've been told that I uh, haven't yeah, visited the Bay yeah, Area. Yeah. So, um, at my school, um, the uh, highest uh, ethnicity uh, were actually Asians. Uh, yeah. so it was like 33% Asian, about 30% white. Um, and then like they 20%. All the weed? Uh, what'd you say?
6: They smoked he, all the weed. He's making the a joke Asians. on the highest ethnicity. Oh, oh, oh
4: okay.
5: Yeah. Oh, wow. Not because you're always got, the highest yeah.
4: ethnicity where I
5: went. <laughs> oh well, they def no. These were some straight edge Asians. Although well, some of them were some of them were into it, but it yeah. was it was kind of a minority group. Yeah, they're mostly a, in drama and, and music and stuff.
6: There's a lot of that in the culture. Yeah, like they are really good at like putting enough pressure on their kids that they don't ever smoke pot. Right. Oh. Yep.
5: Yeah. No. There. And and but I think that it's suicide. it's well. Yeah. Yes, exactly. They do commit
6: suicide at a much higher yeah, rate. That
5: that cannabis is probably one factor for the increase in suicide, but another factor is probably just like all work and no play makes Jack a dull boy. You know, like yeah, or, you
6: need yeah. multiple parts yeah, to your
4: much, life. It's it's saying the same thing more or less. Yeah. You all right.
5: Know, let's let's go uh, to
3: let's go to Jack for a minute. Jack. Yeah. Jack.
4: Um.
9: Uh, I had a point. I want to talk about Marvel DC versus super
3: versus superheroes. Really? Why would you want to talk about that?
9: Because it's super fun. It's like the most popular thing in the world right now.
3: <laughs> it's maybe true. You. Only,
4: no, I was only what is he one. talking about? He's
3: talking, He's talking about, about comic books. Yeah, comic book movies oh, like uh, Avengers Endgame. Shit. If you want to talk <laughs> about that, actually, you should probably check back tomorrow on Free Talk Live, Jack, because there's somebody who will be on the show with me tomorrow who is uh, well-versed in at least the Marvel Universe. Yeah,
5: I'm pretty nice. well-versed. You, as, I was oh, raised okay. on Sorry, Marvel Comics. I didn't comics. mean to you. Yeah, no, I've read a lot of the uh, um, Daredevil stuff, and some of the things I'm the most excited for in the upcoming MCU um, iteration, I think we're in the fourth one, um, is that... Uh, I think that Daredevil's actually like going to get his own movie, and it's going to actually be good. Because I don't know if you guys saw the original one with Ben Affleck, but it was uh, it was horrible. not very well done. No, no, no. But the the f- season one. Yeah. Of oh, the, of the, the show. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Nah, it's a wonderful Logan. show.
9: I don't know if I'm on right now, but Seth Rogen yeah, Green Lantern was terrible, too. Oh, yeah. yeah, oh, definitely. Green Lantern was right. awful.
5: Yeah, which sucks because he ends up being so hilarious as uh, Deadpool.
6: Which? <laughs> yeah. Honestly, it, it added a little bit of extra spice. A mm. that that the like uh, that the Fox uh, owned Marvel version of Deadpool was so fucking awful. Right, yeah. exactly.
5: They had to completely retcon him because they realized how big of a fucking mistake it was.
6: Yep. And B that uh, that uh, Green Lantern was so fucking awful. Well, the fact that those were bad yeah. made that movie even better, and that mm. makes it all worth it to me. Oh, absolutely! Deadpool is like the the Which one Deadpool of the it's the, the most the important staff. comic
9: book right. movie yeah, that I've know. ever seen.
5: Yep, absolutely.
9: The soundtrack right. is amazing too.
3: Mm, and, and, yes, and soundtrack. let's not forget the biggest double dip that the early Marvel movies took, and that is that oh, of. Uh, Johnny, uh, the Fantastic Four, mm.
5: Flameon. Yeah. Oh, right? he was Captain America. Captain America. Yeah. Right. Same actor. Yeah. Right? Oh, Chris so, Evans. Yeah. Chris Evans. Thank yep. you. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Do any of you mad bastards have children?
5: I will in about. Not on me. Uh, I will in about two years. I'm uh, trying to complete law school first, and so um, once I do that, I will be having as many kids as God allows me. Okay. Hey,
7: Amen.
4: One well, for Power Tree, I'm good. not having any, so you can have mine.
5: Sorry, nobody. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm out,
3: man. You have to get your own. <laughs> I need to rush to the store to go grab some more. <laughs> I'm totally out of children, dude. You have to get your own. Jack. Yeah,
4: that's going to be taken out of context. <laughs> <first
3: place. laughs> where
7: where to is
4: see that nobody's going to do? I
9: was thinking uh, um, Batman is the only one that doesn't have born superhero powers. Mm, right superhero power is a billionaire that's
5: why batman's one of my favorite
8: george soros you know well
5: Well, so is iron man he's also the world's greatest detective
6: like it's not it's not a a mutant power or anything but he is also the world's greatest detective which is Mm, important
5: yeah uh there were there were some uh on youtube they're called death battles um in between uh um batman and uh Um, Iron Man and Iron Man wins surprisingly I I thought that Batman would stand a chance but Uh, I mean I would think Iron Man
3: would win just based on Uh, the
5: armor
6: alone you can't break the
5: bat though
3: so here's my
6: thing about Batman like he has plot armor that is unbelievably thick because he has literally considered every possibility Yeah, he has a way of killing every single superhero ever Mm -hmm. because of course he does he's Batman so if there is another okay, universe that might have exactly access to this to one know. that holds an Iron Man, yep. I'm sure he has a plan for mm-hmm. Iron Man too.
5: Right, yeah, cuz he had a um he had a <laughs> Justice League that was created to fight the Justice League. Like he had an automated ju- like I if you go back into the old comics, it's really surprising that he thought that far ahead and like they been there, yeah. No, he's a powerful superhero. I think he's a little OP actually. I I think there, I think that it would actually be a close fight. I think that I mean, maybe Batman OP? could actually be OP. Iron Man. OP. I mean, overpowered. Okay. overpowered I mean, thanks. his can, intellect can is like. I mean, yeah.
6: I mean, maybe Lex Luthor has right? him on intellect, wait, wait, on. but it's okay. up there. Yes,
5: Jack.
3: What were you saying? Uh,
9: DC. Let's go to uh Superman. Who is the only superhero that could actually? take Superman down besides himself.
6: Lex Luthor. Uh, n- no, no, no. It's, um, Superhero. Lex Luthor, and he did so in Red Sun. Luthor's now my super- favorite super- Superman well, villain. In
5: these, uh, in these death battles, uh, Superman usually versus uh, Goku. Which he's yeah. not yeah. like a yeah yeah, yeah Goku, he's
6: Goku's superpower is a arts, I never die yes. and b every time I get close is to Goku dying a I get more powerful
3: or a super villain
6: he is definitely a superhero. a superhero yeah he's pure goodness yeah.
5: they actually based Goku off of Superman like the the, the Japanese writers like were well, intending to make like a Japanese version of Superman he's also based
6: off off of Son Wukong.
5: Oh yeah, no, he's based off of a lot of things. Uh, the
6: original Monkey King. So he, like oh so many of the of the comic book heroes, is literally a myth.
5: Mm. Yeah. He's he's an awesome character, and um, but even in those verse you know, those versings, um a uh, Superman usually wins. Which I okay. thought was surprising.
9: The invisible man, does he belong to either uh universe?
6: Mm. Uh, as far as I know, the Invisible Man was uh, part of the literary tradition.
9: So he was a character within the stories? Y-
6: yeah, uh, the Invisible Man like showed up in a book a long time ago and then got made into a black and white movie. And, and then
3: did uh, Marvel and DC sort of appropriate him?
6: And, and then is a zero degree from uh, Kevin Bacon, but go ahead. Did did both that Marvel and DC say, yeah. appropriate the Invisible I would Man? I
9: that would be the only guy that could take Superman down. The Invisible based Man, in my
6: opinion.
5: Oh, yeah, he's mm. invisible. He's
6: think you know him. he has super hearing, right?
5: Yeah, and super basically everything else.
6: Oh, dude, this yeah, is the, the current yeah, version of Superman super yeah. is less powerful than the original version. The original version had all the powers, mm. just all hey of these. He-
4: I've got a I've got a uh, sysadmin emergency, so I'm gonna have to bow out now. But it's been a good show, and I'll
5: see you next week.
3: See you next. All right. Okay. Thanks for Thanks for, for, thanks for right. joining us, nobody. Thanks for being fourth
5: beard man. Yeah. <clears> good to <throat> see you. We were throat, our beard rivers were overflowing. <laughs> <laughs>
7: it, <laughs> it is right. true. Peace.
5: peace, peace, man. Have
3: I
9: overdone uh, my welcome? Also, you guys ready to?
3: Not yeah, at all. Yeah. Uh, there is currently nobody else to chat with, so you're staying with us unless I, you I, want to. I do want
6: to uh, yeah. see if we want to have you a break. Yeah.
5: I mean, and I'd love to get into show prep at some point, like the thing that I brought up, if yeah. you guys are interested. Okay. Show prep? What? What are, we, yeah. what are we talking about? I mean, we prepare for... I mean, I didn't have the privilege of being on the last show, so I'm like <laughs> taking this show as seriously as... it. You and,
6: know. and the subject of drugs has already been broached, so it's right. a pretty easy segue. Yeah, it's
5: basically like Free Talk Life Part 2. One thing
3: that must be said about Beard Talk Life is that we... Are a super serious show. It's yes. <laughs> we take everything really seriously. We're serious in the way that Jeremy Kaufman is serious. Sarcastic. I'm serious.
5: That's
6: sarcasm.
3: I would never be sarcastic Are you suggesting that he's not in the
6: way of becoming a Reptiloid alien super lord overpower?
5: No, of course. Of course he is. That is good. He's no going to be our next overlord.
3: You're right, Jack. Thank you. It does exist. Yeah, Jack says it exists. I was beginning to question your faith. <laughs>
5: hey, well, we got him on the ballot. Anything's possible. Right. <laughs> Jack, when are you <laughs> coming hey, to New Hampshire?
9: Nap. I'm gonna grab a Beer. It so says, just keep on talking. You're gonna what? Marvel DC. I have to run in the house for five seconds to grab a beer. Um,
6: a beer. I say we. I say we take a
3: break. Well, we usually well, do that. At, you know, in like three minutes. Oh. so. Oh, the show ends? Yeah, or we could do it now. Let's just do it now. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just fucking do it now. Yeah, not when
6: the show we'll ends. Nope, we'll do it live.
3: We'll do it live. we'll
6: do it live.
3: Are you ready? Are you ready? ready? I'm ready. Yeah, hang on. Let me see if I can, see if I can do this. The cool way. I don't know if I can. We'll we're gonna do That's it. We're going to do it. All right, That that might get us there. And then we'll do do a fancy fade out of the music so it just gradually sort of disappears. And then we're still there. Wow. Neat, man. All right, all right. I'm not not sure how I pulled that off, but uh, yeah. Part two
5: of episode six
3: of Beard Talk Live is now in session. Uh, We haven't told anybody the phone number, but it is on your screen. The only way you're hearing us is likely if you're on the internet watching. But it's Mm. 603-283-6160. I'm the captain. Who are you? Zephan. Who the fuck are you? Pickless Mountaineer. And that's who the fuck we are. Uh, Nobody has bid us good evening. He Mm. had a thing to do,
5: admin emergency, he says. So, Mm. you know, that's fine. So I had some show prep for tonight. Um, I don't know if we'd be able to talk about it right now, if this was a good time. Uh, I, I'm not doing anything else. What are All you doing? All right, uh, so drugs. Well, <laughs> that's what I'm doing. Drugs. That's what's on the, the menu. Drugs. <laughs> so uh, earlier in the er, uh, last segment of Free Talk Live, Previous Leon uh, on Free Talk Live. <laughs> uh,
3: <laughs> I told you about that character that I invented. His name is Previous Leon. He's you already know his name because you've heard him a billion times.
5: Yeah, exactly. He's the star of every show. Every show. And Um, the greatest
6: of all superheroes.
5: mm, Yes, indeed.
6: Previous Uh, Leon.
5: (laughs) He's also the former version of himself. Yeah. Um and so um so there's uh There is a whole country that has actually decriminalized all drugs. Did you guys know that? I had no Uh, idea. Is
3: it it Amsterdam? Uh, Uh,
5: No, it's a whole country. No. So it is Portugal. Wow. Portugal is the first country, I believe, that is in Europe to decriminalize all drugs.
6: So I hate to say this, but I honestly forget that Portugal's a thing. Like most uh, of the time, I just like, I, I, I know, I know. It's different from Spain and all. It just like they never show up in, in like world events.
5: In another area. You know, they're of not life.
6: fucking things up across the globe. That's so good. I just forget that they
5: exist. I like that they mind their own business. I know.
6: Yeah.
3: In another area of my life, the uh, Zimbabwe came up recently. And I was like, I don't remember the last time I heard the word Zimbabwe, <laughs> much less anybody mention it to me. And yeah. I like that word. Zimbabwe just yeah. sort of sings. It's got a nice it's
6: ring true. to it. Yeah, it's a know. nice
5: country. Um but so
3: well, it's a nice
6: word. I don't know if it's a nice country. Yeah. Well
5: I think it's pretty they, there, they isn't it? They, they have a lot of like um exotic African Dancers? animals oh, that live it. there, right? And so it's a pretty big <laughs> tourist attraction. Yeah. Yeah. Um but anyway with uh there's uh Portugal plan is what they called it, where basically it was to decriminalize drugs in the whole country And um, I have something from an article over here. It's uh, on the Transform Drug Policy Foundation. Uh, It's entitled Drug Decriminalization in Portugal, Setting the Record Straight. Um, So in 2001, um, the Portuguese death rates uh, for drugs were similar to the EU average. Um, And then the rates after they instituted this uh, system where they decriminalized drugs and instituted more rehabilitation... Um, they found that there was a decrease um, in the um, amount of death rates in, in the country. Um, and the proportions are pretty interesting. Uh, so the, um, the drug rates, uh, the drug death rates in Portugal uh, were the lowest in the EU throughout this period. They were six deaths per million. Okay. Um, and then in the rest of the EU, uh, they were 23.7 per million. Um, And so in Scotland, uh, the the drug death rate is 50 times higher than in Portuguese countries. So basically what that means is that. Portugal, despite decriminalizing all drugs and it's like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe it. You're going to kill everybody. The drugs are all decriminalized. Right. People have been dying less than in other countries that have these barbaric rules in which you get thrown in a cage all of your life for changing your consciousness. Well, like, I could have told you that. Well, I know, but like we talk no about No one
6: but a libertarian would believe. Right. Me.
5: Well well, we talk about it a lot and we have like good theory to support it, but yeah, yeah. to see it in practice is I never a lot thought I'd different.
6: See yeah. I never thought I would see this happen anywhere ever. I mean, I remember when like for a moment, uh, Uh, Mexico was talking about decriminalizing their drugs, and they actually asked Obama for permission. Mm. And he said, well, it's your country, do what you want. Mm. And then they never decriminalized drugs. Mm. Great, now they're directly run by the cartels, like the rest of the communist countries. Mm. Which is kind of ironic, weirdly enough. But... I never thought any country would actually finally do it and yeah. just decriminalize all the drugs.
5: Yeah, well, and like we talked about earlier, um, which was the it was uh, Colombia, right? They're also thinking about decriminalizing all drugs. Well, like, didn't Oregon do that? Well, Oregon did it too, um, and Oregon is seeing some really good results as well. What huh, they're weird. doing, what they're doing <laughs> is they're um, they're using the money, and I know this is controversial amongst libertarians, as I understand, I don't like it either, but they're using the money that they get. Uh, to tax cannabis, um, and they're using it to fund treatment programs. Um, So there was like a $700 million uh, increase in uh, treatment facilities in Oregon, making it like the most well-funded drug rehab state in the country.
3: perhaps the least offensive use of tax money. Oh, for sure. uh, That I've ever heard of. It's still
5: theft, and it's
3: still immoral for them to take money from people and use it for another thing without their permission or their consent
5: but that is the least harmful mm -hmm. evil that they ever
6: do it would be like if if
5: you're gonna steal from me please send the money to help people that need it not to bomb innocent people right yeah if i can have a choice between those two it is very easy which one i would pick
3: and sadly like they will use that as like a way to of course increase their control over people the look at the good we did we (laughs) did this thing and we did this and look at the results and like well and And I can at least
6: appreciate on a on a weird fundamental level the idea of if you get caught doing this thing, then we will make you pay for people who are doing that thing too much. Mm.
5: Well, but so this is where I think it's a little unfair is that cannabis is the drug that I think causes the least social harm when you look at all drugs. Like if you look at if you look at alcohol, if you look at nicotine, if you look at Uh, the illicit drugs, caffeine.
6: I, I think caffeine might have it
3: beat.
5: I
6: mean no, it's definitely a contender.
5: Not for me. Caffeine really messes me up. Um like it if I take sure, it. True, but it's I'm,
3: widely used around the globe.
5: Yeah, and there's no, some sure.
6: people there's some people that cannabis really messes up.
5: Hmm. Well yeah, no. I mean, okay, so then I would say that they're probably tied, but a lot of the research says that they that coffee isn't healthy until like after you're 50 mm. like if you have it before oh. um, your your body is kind is sort of energetic enough already you know but once once you get to be an older age it pushes you to do more physical activity um, and so I think that that's well, the rationale I, I
6: think that that's the result of having poor diet though because if you mm, have enough perhaps. calcium in your diet then the calcium that it's uh, causing to go to your nervous system won't be pulled from your bones because that's mm. the
5: problem with right. It. Well, yeah, it it decalcifies your bones basically, right? And
6: Unless you have enough calcium in your diet to do both.
5: Yeah. Uh, unfortunately milk is very acidic too and so um it also leads to osteoporosis even though people think like oh if i drink milk i'll have strong bones um what actually results is that your bones become really weak and brittle over time not because of the calcium if it were just the calcium it'd be fine but it's the acidity unless you have the milk unless
6: you have uh, enough in your diet to alkalinize yourself right
3: What, what about cheese cheese is not as bad as milk same thing though. The, it's the calcium yes. that's fine. Yeah. It, but does cheese lead to osteoporosis? Um, it?
5: it does, but to a less significant degree. Um, I think that like it in milk, it, the acidity is just straight up. Um, but I think that during the fermenting process of the cheese, the acidity is reduced greatly. What about like uh, whole milk straight from the farm? I, I don't know like the breakdowns. You, know, uh, breakdown. you got to scrape the cream I, I, off the top. Yeah, that you is would a good question. Have, where yeah.
6: like I'm I'm certain that the studies were done on pasteurized yeah. and right. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm curious about milk.
5: yeah. I'm curious about raw milk because right. there are a lot of health benefits to raw. Like I'd say that the most healthy animal product is probably honey, mm. and um, I'd say the second most healthy animal product might be raw milk, and uh, we have some. A biblical foundation for that don't we mm-hmm. like i will bring you to a land flowing of milk and honey mm-hmm. and those yeah. are the
6: two most effective ways to avoid allergies mm. are oh, to yeah, have true. the milk and honey of a region will make you
5: uh, immune to the pollen of that region mm, yes um and there are some uh i don't know i guess there are some bacteria that that's in milk that might add diversity to your microbiome. Oh, or absolutely. Something. No, yeah.
6: that's that's uh, the biggest difference that happens when you drink uh, raw milk. Mm-hmm. So when you pasteurize, you kill everything that's right. in it. Right. Where the thing um, is, like, you. yeah, <laughs> so like humans suck at digesting almost everything. Yes. Whereas the, the thing the bi the, the little biological creatures that are on all the food are really good at digesting that yeah. food and they're perfectly happy to live inside of us and digest food
3: for uh, us. Yeah, the irony is that uh, people use other things to aid in the digestion and i'm speaking specifically of yeast mm, right. one of the uh, the best uh, tenderizers of any kind of meat product is just put it in some beer and let it sit right. for a yep. couple hours overnight that kind of a thing and boom it's tender oh yeah, right. yeah. it's just it's just how it is but yeast is an organism that yeah. is like literally feeding on the the sugar inside of the beer yep. and that's how the alcohol is created That'd so be- uh-huh. Uh, we use other creatures to help us aid in our own digestion.
5: Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is uh, one of my favorite things about uh, kombucha is that it's uh, right. it's essentially a drink that um, is filled with bacteria that um, adds renewed life to your microbiome. And they always say that the microbiome is like uh, our invisible organ. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, oh, because yeah. because it does so much work uh, for all of the. Uh, functionings of of our um, of our body but yeah, everything yeah but we don't um we don't realize that you know and and you know what's funny is that when you feed um uh, your body certain uh foods or drinks I mean like this, uh, no, it's a Mountain <laughs> Dew bottle. Uh, you're feeding uh, your bad microbiome, mm-hmm. like uh, things that uh, will kill you faster. Whereas, like if you drink things like kombucha or you eat spinach or something, yeah. you're feeding your good microbiome. Um, and uh, it just, I, I just love talking about things like that, even amongst libertarians, because uh, something that we really embrace is um, is personal responsibility. And so if you If you want to be healthy, you know, you have the personal responsibility to do that. The information's out there.
6: Well, and one of the things that, uh, one of the things that, uh, I think that libertarians specifically need to know about is that if you because we're very protective of children, Mm, like as a culture, we are extremely protective of children. Mm. It's why we're so sensitive to like accusations of you're a bunch of chomos. It's like, don't you dare say that about us. (laughs) And and the thing is, we we can be overprotective. Mm. And the fact of the matter is that if our children do not eat dirt, they will be sick. Yes. Yes. That is a fact. That's one of my favorite.
5: That's one of my favorite books. is uh, It's called Let Them Eat Dirt, and it's a whole book about uh, why kids' microbiomes like are the most important things Mm -hmm. to build in their childhood. You
3: have to be exposed to at least your native, or or at least uh, your geographical uh, life. Yes, your other plants, other animals, dirt, right, bacteria, all of the mushrooms, all of that kind of a thing, in order to. build up your immunities at least to the regional things yes. that, that may affect you travel i've found and i don't know if there's any science to back this up but i find people who travel frequently uh seem to me to be more healthy oh yeah like just, oh yeah I, and um, I don't know if there's a correlation to that but so it seems can, to me people who like never leave their hometown are less mm, healthy yes. So i can
6: i can uh tell you uh from a few angles about that being the case so um part of it is when you travel, you're exposed to a greater variety uh, of pathogens. Yep. So you get the you get immunities to a lot of things. Mm. Um, part of it is that travel is really difficult. So if you are constantly uh, making your body go a little bit outside of its comfort zone and then recover, then you will be healthier because you're you're uh, building it up and building it up. Yeah. Mm. And, and that's why people, throughout time, people who travel tend to be tough as nails. Mm. Uh, you know, like the Mongols, for example, were unbelievably tough because they were, you know, big travelers.
3: Uh, yeah. It looks like folks are trying to have a conversation oh. with us outside of ourselves. Okay. So, cool. Beard Talk Live, who the fuck is this? Beard Talk Live, who the fuck is this?
6: So uh, you say,
3: Captain. Uh, you know, uh, the, the lights light up, It yeah. you know. Um, it's Schrodinger's caller. You know, are they really there? They're only there once I press well, the button. Well, you know,
6: the the problem is that our FBI agent is just really shy.
3: Yeah, mm-hmm. beard that's talk okay. live. Who the fuck I, is this?
5: I encourage you to call. guy. <laughs> it's, it's uh,
10: you know who. Uh,
3: no, I don't know who. So, it's
10: Olivia from Arizona. Right,
3: oh, hey, you yeah, can't be on Arizona? until you like pull the hair in front of your face and make a beard.
10: Yeah, that's right. That's all what right. I'm
5: doing right All now. right. Okay. Oh, uh, <laughs> I've never actually oh, talked yeah. to you before. It's uh, good to meet you.
10: Oh, it's good to meet you too. I, I heard you were Jewish. Is that true? Yes, or I is am. That like a joke? No, no, oh, he's got I'm, the kippa
5: and everything. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm celebrating, like ro- 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 yeah, I'm ro- celebrating Rosh Hashanah. Cap. Yeah, I'm celebrating Rosh Hashanah tomorrow. Shoshana. He's got a yes, fancy hat. Yeah, I'm gonna
10: wish you a happy Rosh Hashanah. Yeah, Shana Tova. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I uh, I'm not actually Jewish, but a weird story, weird but true story. So. For some reason, I was really interested, well, I was interested in all cultures, but Judaism in high school. And there were a few of us in this, like, all-white, tiny, rural Texas town mm. that were interested in Judaism. Like, one guy, not Jewish, had a shofar in his home.
7: Mm, so yep. we
10: would, we would like, celebrate the different holidays as best as we could. I remember we sang the Hava Nahila, at, uh, we were in band in the marching band. So we sang the the Gila at a marching... At, That's uh, one of my favorites. Not a marching contest, but... Uh, yes, it was so fun. <laughs> at a football game, we were like... And, and yeah, we celebrated Rosh Hashanah and Sukkot and yeah. all that. And then... In college, I actually went to Temple a few times. It, was, it had a really good vibe, so
5: yeah, Very absolutely. Cool. <laughs> I I know how you feel because um I actually converted to Judaism. I wasn't born Jewish, so um I learned a lot over time. And uh, you know, if you if you asked me when I was ten, like, oh, what's Sukkot? What's uh you know uh what's Shabbat? What's Purim? All of these things, I I I wouldn't know uh what they were um but but you know, there's there's just so much to uh to to learn about it, and it's 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 been a good journey for sure, but uh, yeah, I just wanted to say it was it, it's good to finally meet you. I enjoy what you um the input that you give when you call in.
10: Oh well, thanks so much. I was uh, I was gonna comment on the, the drug thing. I wanted to Drugs. let everybody know. Hell yeah. Um, when you research the the regulations in your state, because mm-hmm. I I know in Arizona at least it used to be from what I read. The tax dollars went to funding the police, but if you got your, uh, cannabis card, cause it's recreational now, but you can still get a medical card. The medical funds went to supporting like rehab and, and, uh, you know, different medical programs.
9: Yeah. So yeah.
10: research the laws in your state, make sure your money is going where you think it should go if it's going to get stolen anyways.
5: Yeah, um. Luckily for us, or I guess you would say luckily for some and unluckily for others, uh, we don't have a current legalized structure. It's decriminalized. So all of the uh, sales of cannabis that go on in this state uh, do not have any taxes on them. Um, Is how I view it, at least. Which, I mean, when you say it like that, sounds far
3: more libertarian than the places where you can just go down to the corner
5: store and- for sure. You but some... yeah, I
6: mean, this is like, uh, don't get me wrong. Any use of state force I'm against. But I mean, one of the things I was talking about all show is like the the in the the fucking order of operations is mm, important. Yes. Like, sure, we do need to legalize it. But like, guys, we have so much shit to do that's yeah. more important than that. Yeah. And frankly, a bunch of things we need to do to change the culture before that's even a possible like that. We won't screw up the entire problem. Yeah. Like... Every single one of the of the small businessmen that exist now are gonna get pushed out unless we do this right. Yeah, right. And I I I don't want to destroy a bunch of small businesses. I want to create more small
5: businesses. Well, the reason why I talk about it and why I bring it up so much, even though it is low on my personal list, is that um, it's the thing that got me politically activated. Mm -hmm. And like, I'm not the only one that's like that. There are a lot of people that are just like innocent people that want to smoke a joint or try psilocybin or something, Mm. and then they run into the law with yeah. it you know and and like i and, and then that tr- turns them into passionate activists that eventually read Ron Paul. And then once they read Ron Paul, then they're <laughs> fucking educated on everything else. Well, That's and, what happened to me. That's my exact story.
6: And one thing that I just nice. found out in my yeah. in my recent travel is that uh, so Denver's got this, you know, uh, a great reputation of like, uh, oh, it's you know, it's all about pot and everything. Right. Yeah. Well, guess what? It used to have a shit ton of little uh, shops everywhere, all over the place, all run by different people, all these new pot shops always popping up and now nah there's like Mm. two companies and they own every single one of them
3: Mm. and why is it in humanity in particular in the United States whenever something gets going uh, and it's really good uh, it ends up just coming down to two Mm. right why can't people get past the binary thing right like well in this case it has everything
6: to do with with all the regulation
3: well Uber for example right out of Mm. nowhere disruptive right there could have been a thousand different ubers right? Yeah. different mm-hmm. companies right but there's only two that's uber question. and lyft yeah why does it always come down to two right and this is like an yeah. important
5: like well people don't want to be overwhelmed with choices that's another factor too um like i i personally would be like oh there's seven different uh like uh companies to choose from that seems like a little much you know um yeah.
6: Yeah, one of the things that I think is keeping a lot of people from investigating cryptocurrency is because it's the the problem of, I, uh, of I, I, like 51 flavors is that you miss out miss out on 50 flavors when you of pick disagree, one. I
3: disagree though because I mean there's thousands of different brands and flavors
6: mm-hmm. of
5: beer. Yeah. Uh, you know, carbonated beverages. Yeah. Well, right? well,
6: but there's Coke and Pepsi.
5: Mm, yeah. And there's also um Dr. you Pepper. could also really only get so diverse when it comes to uh, a <laughs> Uh, shuttle service, you know? It's like, I can't really think of too many different things that you could do. Like, you could make one in which, like, the drivers wear, like, pirate clothes or something like that. Well, Uh, and I'll
6: bet you that at this point, because they have forced their way in, they are also cutting the rungs out from under their ladder and making sure that no one else can follow them and
5: mm
6: -hmm. uh, getting the legislators to put uh, barriers to entry.
5: Olivia? Olivia? Uh,
10: Yeah, no, I agree with that.
6: Like, why do you think why I, do you think everything uh, ends up having two options?
10: Well, they these smaller companies get bit, bought up by the bigger ones is what I see. They get they just get swallowed up every time. Like medical companies, that's why we don't have very much medical uh, competition. You know, yeah. Pfizer and and uh, GlaxoSmithKline and all these other companies. As soon as they see a promising new drug, they just buy the company and they sit on the patent.
5: I remember that there were at least three or four different kinds of jabs that people could have gotten, right? Johnson & Johnson, Pfizer... Moderna. Moderna. Is of that course it? Of they
6: were all the exact same thing, but...
5: Right. Yeah, no, I mean, it's all one giant behemoth when it comes to the uh, medical industry. Um, but that being said, I mean... You know, and when it comes to taking a drug that would probably kill me, do I really want a diversity of options? <laughs> well, yeah. yeah.
10: Yes. Oh, I have a, I have another story. So, I remember watching Shark Tank, and there were these people trying to sell edible cookie dough, and they actually got a spot on the shelf. And mm. there were several different like gourmet cookie dough startups, and you started to see it at Walmart, and then all of a sudden, Pillsbury and Whole House put on their package you know used to it said do not eat may cause salmonella
7: Mm -hmm.
10: all of a sudden safe to eat raw pasteurized safe to eat raw and Mm -hmm. it's like they couldn't stand any competition whatsoever even this little you know five dollar jar tiny jar of cookie dough that's pretty much a niche market but they couldn't stand that they all of a sudden they got their act together and you can eat their cookie dough so it's just like
6: And that's the thing. These mega corporations are impossible in a free market. Yeah. I mean, for one thing, like they don't form in the first place because one of the advantages that you get from being a giant corporation is that anything you do Mm in-house, you're not taxed on. So if you're doing like your own printing, for example, then you don't have to pay taxes on printing and it gives you that advantage every time you add a thing uh, when there's this kind of a tax structure.
5: Mm -hmm. Yeah, you could spend as much money as you want. And as long as like your balance sheets show that you're spending zero every year Mm -hmm. or uh, that you're making zero every year, even if you're making millions of dollars like you're effectively not taxed right um and if you do that in a like an your life as an individual if you spend all of your money on guns for example uh you're still you're still taxed like just like if you didn't spend a single cent of it good point yeah
6: yeah and when you have these mega corporations forming then the little guy who you know comes up with a hey i figured out how to how to make this edible cookie dough then they have to compete with you know toll house
3: Mm. olivia
10: I uh, I wanted I hate to circle back to the drug thing, but I oh, I want to do. Share a story. <laughs> Circle back to the drugs;
6: uh, it's very important. Just, yes,
10: <laughs> and how they won the war on drugs. I have a, <laughs> I have a friend. Uh, I just, I kind of just met this friend, but they were telling me how they've been to jail, and what happened was, unfortunately, they didn't know that you don't tell the cops anything. And when the cop had pulled over the car for because he smelled weed, he was like, mm. "Well, if you tell me you've got it." Then you'll get in a lot less trouble and so hmm. he was like okay here's my roach and yeah no he was, oh, and he was
5: sending, i know don't ever 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 trust the cops any listeners out there if like you take anything away from this whole segment i want that to be the thing that you take away never ever ever talk to a police officer a you stab- have a right to remain silent.
6: Yeah, there's established case law. They are allowed to lie to you. Yes. You are not allowed to lie to them. Correct. Those are the rules. And it's. And if they're. Uh, yeah, and they're incentivized they're, to lie to you to to get you to admit to something. Yeah.
10: And if they're asking for consent to search, that means you say no. No. If Precisely. If, if you don't have the right to.
6: Lydia. Well, looks uh-huh. like we lost her.
5: Ah, she Aww. was It yeah, was she, I was, know, she was on a some roll. Good fire. Olivia. Yeah. Seriously. Not sure what's going on. Maybe uh, can, I hope maybe she comes back. back. Definitely. Yeah, she's she's great. Uh, yeah, absolutely.
3: Uh, yeah. Uh, Official Fourth Beard. Do we I we, we may have? Wait. What uh, Beard Talk Live? Who the fuck is this?
10: Oh, you know who it is? Oh, yeah, nice. Good. Oh, how we got Glad you're back. Did. That was weird. Nice. Um, Keep going. Yeah, so here's so here, it gets even worse. So he was sentenced to 10 days in jail. They okay. forgot about him. He served 30 days in jail before finally the judge realized they had just threw, you know, locked for, him up and threw wow. him. Wow. For, for and God. Shit pisses was, me off. I know. And I was like, and this is, you know, you might say, oh, that's a one-time thing. No, no. You hear this story all the time. And he was lucky enough to be living with, like, a relative at the time. But if he had been on his own, he would have wow. lost everything. That's he fucked up. You know, lost his house, lost everything in it, lost his... You know, like, how can they do this
5: to people? And he's lucky. No accountability. He's actually lucky in comparison to other drug users. There are some people that just had a little bit of pot on them that are serving their entire lives in prison. There are literally people in federal prison right now who are rotting in there for a marijuana-related charge. Yep,
3: yep. It is
5: such bullshit. It's sick.
3: Yeah. It's totally sick in yeah. states where, like, it's been legal right. for a while.
5: Well, so now we're seeing a situation where there are people that sell cannabis commercially that are millionaires, maybe even getting close to being billionaires, yep. and then you have the same people that sold weed like 30 years ago or even 20 years ago um, that are rotting in prison for the rest of their lives who are doing the same thing. So it's like, oh, now you could be incredibly wealthy doing it, and back then you get thrown in the slammer.
3: Yeah, whenever I come upon people who are like, uh, oh, well, if uh, they only had the money to do this, it's like they do have the money, they just need to let all the people in prison out, because that's 40 grand a year per person. You do the math, but that's the- that's That's where you start to get your money for whatever pet project your favorite politician might want to do. Do
5: you guys know about the uh, 13th Amendment?
6: Uh, You'll have to be more
3: specific. What specifically about the 13th
5: Amendment? I know a
3: lot about the 13th
6: Amendment. The
5: 13th Amendment basically has an exemption for not treating people like slaves that Mm. pertains to prisoners oh yeah so the government has a perverse incentive to lock up as many people as possible to get free slave labor that is why the war on drugs happened and it's why victimless crimes are disproportionately enforced
3: i was gonna say i recently bumped into a person who i quit he he said that he is a former uh prison guard Mm. federal prison guard and so I was like, "Oh, interesting!" And I wanted to ask him a few questions, and, and he allowed me to do so. He said that uh, definitely during their training, the prisoners are demonized. Mm. They are, you know, they are instructed to not see them as human beings, to detach themselves from them emotionally, and I mean, all of the things. So that, the
6: official like, training is to dehumanize them.
5: Yeah. Well, you guys have heard of the Stanford experiment, right? Oh yeah. 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 So I mean, people. As can... if
6: you needed some fucking help dehumanizing prisoners.
5: Right. Exactly. Um, but the fact is, is that once people like have that power get to their brains, it just corrupts them so quick, even if they came in with good intentions. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what I love about that story.
6: Yeah. I mean, well, it's, it's the whole uh, one bad apple spoils the barrel. Mm, right. So, I mean, like, even like the experiment showed that even if you didn't have a uh, an oppressive tyrannical culture of violating people's rights mm. you would still have people do it anyway yep but you have them stepping into a culture of violating people's rights
3: yep Absolutely, yeah, And it's so weird if you combine the Stanford prison experiments along with the Milgram experiments, you get kind of a bigger picture. Mm-hmm. It's like, yep. oh, and how did that happen? Oh, because people ha- have this propensity to believe whomever they hallucinate to be the authority. I
5: was mm-hmm. only following orders. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. he
3: was wearing a fancy coat. Mm-hmm. He has a shiny badge. Yeah, right? Like that doesn't mean that they're going to make the right decisions. The well fancy sometimes person in the
6: coat gave me a special badge, which means now I have authority.
5: Sometimes Get they wor- they sometimes they worry about um the threat of um you know themselves or their family being put in danger too. So I mean that's yeah. that's also that's not a irrelevant factor. Um and honestly, short of that, I think the people should fight back, but like having a family and having people that you take care of, it does make things a lot harder, which is why parental rights yeah. is so important going back on that old topic. Um, Olivia, Olivia.
10: I will say that uh, that's true that when you get in a toxic environment, you start to become a toxic person inside mm. of yourself. Yep. But the converse, the converse uh, to that is I have a pen pal in Texas, a prison pen pal, and he is constantly telling me how they're constantly, constantly locked down because they don't have enough guards they're overcrowded and people don't want to work that job they don't want to look in the mirror and not recognize their own humanity Good. anymore yeah, so, yeah. that's
3: actually a great sign yeah I mean, uh, like it's horrible that people are in these conditions yeah and it it's horrible that people who uh, are tasked with the duty of overseeing them uh you know act in horrific ways and are conditioned to see them as inhuman but it's also terrific news that people are refusing yeah. to become prison guards. people are mm. refusing to become policemen right? that's how we win well, yeah here's, well, and-
10: here's how the here's what the government's done in response to that right So uh, most of the prison guards in his at least in his prison in Texas, which is the old East Ham unit J Dale Wayne right now mm. um, they get immigrants from Africa and they say we'll make you citizens if you police these uh, if you're the prison guard for a prison. Gonna import
3: their tyrants. Damn.
10: Yes, you know from countries where they've seen some stuff.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Jesus, that
6: is breathtakingly oppressive.
3: Yeah. Um, Can you imagine, like, you know, King New Hampshire, like importing, you know, a foreign person to be uh, the police? Hold on. So their plan is
6: that they're going to get a bunch of violent people from other countries (laughs) and bring them inside and then give them money. Yeah. That is the
5: plan? Yeah. And they're going to give uh-huh. them power over criminals. So... Yeah, even so, though maybe
6: they're criminals themselves. So you've commissioned a Trojan horse.
3: Mm. I mean, it's very revealing as to like what politicians actually are and what they do, right? I
6: well, mean, they
5: know they'll be safe no matter what. Yeah. Yeah.
3: I don't know, man. They, that
6: sounds like Rome uh, handing all of the, the policing duties over to the barbarians to me.
5: They've got nukes. They've got F-15s. They I don't mean, have to worry about anything.
3: Before before the, uh, the Gulf Wars and stuff like that, uh, uh, the, what were they called? The uh, Al-Qaeda, I believe... Uh, Or in Afghanistan, they were called the Afghani freedom fighters. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Uh, they were called the Mujahideen. Mujahideen. Yes, thank Mm -hmm. you. Uh, But but uh, during the Reagan era, they were the Afghani freedom fighters. Mm. Maybe it was Clinton era. I don't remember. Yeah, but way back in the day.
5: Yeah, because they were the uh, they were the observant religious people that were fighting the godless communists. Mm -hmm. Right, and so that same group of people then
3: sort of became demonized by the same government that like elevated them up in you know talking about oh they're fighting for their freedom. And we mm-hmm. need to supply them arms and mm-hmm. this kind of thing. So uh, it's very telling if if you pay attention to history, which sadly. Many people do not, including myself. Yeah. Like I'm not a history buff. Uh, it's never really been a topic of great interest to me. Yeah. But I can certainly say for a fact that I have learned from the past, uh, from seeing the cycles of the empire, seeing cycles of businesses, seeing cycles of technology. Mm-hmm. Um, I have certainly learned from that. And I, I wish more people
5: would like openly, actively attempt to do so. Yeah, well, what you just described just now is uh, more history than unfortunately most Americans know about any kind of history. Yeah. Um, like there was this one video that I saw recently that I thought was hilarious, where um, this person's just asking this person, uh, these people on uh, on Broadway a, a question in New York, um, and he uh, he asks like, oh. Um, you know, uh, in which country do they speak German or something like that? And then people say, like, wait, what's a country again? (laughs) (laughs) It's like the stupidest stuff.
6: So as much as, like, he who does not uh, uh, know history is doomed to repeat it, and as much as that usually sucks because uh, America, oh, wow, you created another enemy that you're going to gain power fighting? Shocker. You mean the FBI encouraged that bomber? unbelievable yeah. as much as that's uh, part of the case there's also the fact that uh so cryptocurrency is also repeating the history that we saw with the internet
3: it is uh, yes and- which is one of the reasons that i got into cryptocurrency because as soon as uh actually folks on free talk live were talking about it uh and i was like oh what is this thing and I, i've been in tech for a long time and i started looking at it i read the white paper i started watching i didn't buy in for quite a long time i was kind of poor at the time as mm-hmm. well but then eventually I was like, I've seen this before. Mm. I, I've seen this before, and I'll be a son of a bitch if I'm going to miss out on this one. Because I missed <laughs> yeah. out on the whole internet boom and oh, the dot-com yeah. thing and yep. you know, all that kind of thing. And so I saw the cycle of technology and learned from it. And that's exactly why I bought in. Mm. Well, and
6: I mean, it's like, how many people get a chance to be like... I was here when the steam engine was invented, right? and now I see electricity being invented. Well,
5: imagine if you were uh, one of the first inventors of the steam engine and you were paid for like all of the uh, innovations that happened as a result of the steam engine. That's sort of like what buying cryptocurrency right now is like, um, because we're still in the very beginning, the very beginning. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and l- a lot of the technology that's going to be built on top of it is going to be... Like, shit that's going to help us get to space. Like, you know, space tourism probably is happening in the next 50 years.
6: And it's wild because people alive today lived through the complete revolution that was the internet yeah. and they
3: still don't know about it yeah they don't yeah. get it like they've lived through the, all of the, the cycle of technology that yes. is the internet they saw all of the changes that it brought to your day to day life mm. I know I'm older than the internet or at least the <laughs> popularized version of it mm. before yeah, the yeah. department of defense you know, gave it up or whatever yeah. uh, Noah Al Gore didn't invent it <laughs> but um, like yeah having been through that and seeing all the improvements the fact that we have magic rectangles in our pockets mm. now when like you used to just leave the house you didn't carry anything with you. You didn't even mm. take, like, as a, as a kid growing up, I didn't have, like, a wallet. I didn't mm. have keys to that. You just left. Mm. You got on your bike or ran down the you know neighborhood, and you just left. And when you came back, you were back.
5: Sounds like you had a higher trust society back then, Captain. Yeah. I, I grew up in a society in which, uh, you know, like, bad stuff just happens to people all the time. Like, there's this social and moral decay that's currently happening that, like, I think I think can only really be described by a complete uh, spiritual sickness in the country. Like, um, and and I don't mean to sound like religious in saying that. What what I mean by that is that like oh well what well what I mean by that basically is that people don't have any purpose in their lives, right? Right. And so because they lack that purpose, all all you have to resort to is. Um, basically, like, vices and, and like, just satisfying your personal need. And how does this tie into libertarianism? Well, like, our ideal people are people that are, like, low time preference, um, that aren't constantly engaging in, like... uh,
6: Without meaning, there is only sensation. Right,
5: exactly. Um, And so it's it's just... It's decaying in a lot of levels. You you hit
3: on something that I think is universal throughout all religions, and, well, throughout humanity. Yeah. And that is... uh, uh, and particularly for males, I think, mm-hmm. okay, at least in Western culture, that uh, that having a purpose, right? So, like, people can be successful at all different like financial levels and geographic levels. Yep. You know, uh, depending on what their goals are and what they want to achieve in their lives. But it's always having the purpose. And like, people will die if
5: they lose what is their perceived Absolutely. purpose. Mm-hmm. They will, or, they'll, they will or just, they'll stop living, which is worse. Yeah, yeah.
6: Yeah, and I mean, I, I see why you see, call it a spiritual sickness, yes. because it's it's an illness that reaches to the very level of identity. Mm. I mean, it, it tends to manifest as a psychological illness, but its, it's roots are much deeper than that. Mm. Like, this goes down to the very core of whether or not you know who you are, Absolutely. and whether there even is a person there. I mean that's why the the uh, NPC has become a, a <laughs> term that that normal people use now yeah. is because yeah. the the metaphor there is so valuable mm. because an NPC has no purpose no meaning.
10: Mm. Olivia? Yeah, I heard that's why the Native Americans became alcoholics. I mean the government took away their way of life, their mm, means of yep. supporting mm-hmm. themselves, their their religion, spirituality. Uh, yeah, they absolutely, took away they have everything. no purpose.
6: Well, and. It, and it, And and every time they relocated them, like you have a people whose whole identity is like being connected to the land and uh, being able to live off of it and have this relationship with the plants and animals around them. And you wrench them out of that set of of rules Mm. and move them to a completely foreign land. You've stolen their identity. And their purpose. And not, yeah.
10: not only that, but anytime I, you can look this up. But anytime the reservation that they moved them to had a resource that people ended up wanting, whether it was gold or oil or timber that they discovered, they would literally move them again. They'd steal the reservation land and make a new one some in some wasteland somewhere. So it was pretty yeah. Pathetic. There's a
6: yeah. There's a a terrible joke in uh, Maverick. Uh, I don't know if you guys have ever seen that one. Uh, it's got uh, Mel Gibson in it. Um, but yeah, there's this terrible joke where he's got this uh, uh, Indian friend of his who jokes about, yeah, next time I think I'm just going to move to the, the the godforsaken swamp so they leave us alone. Mm. Which, of course, <laughs> they did. Yeah. But it turns yeah. out the swamp
5: had oil. Ah, wow. uh, Damn. Well, I mean, they moved them all to the worst state. I mean, no offense to the people that live in this state, because I think that you're very nice people, but um, Oklahoma, mm-hmm. like, it is a des- desolate wasteland, basically. And, like, if you if you want your surroundings to reflect your, um, you know, state of mind, definitely move to uh, Oklahoma if you want to be miserable. Um, that's what I love about New England, though, is that the se- seasons change and they're all beautiful. But but yeah no it was the worst place to put them for sure that was intentional.
10: Oklahoma has the highest incarceration rate of any state in the country in the yeah in the country and the highest incarceration rate of the world. That's what I read once.
3: Uh, The highest rate or the highest number.
6: Uh, uh, it it would have to be the I highest rate. Breaks. The highest number would be uh, California, yeah, definitely. Yeah,
3: for well, sure, or New York. So maybe New York. Yeah. Yeah. But, okay. So I think that because uh, at least at some point, um, New Mexico had the most number of prisoners in any state. Mm. Huh? Because they actually import prisoners from other states oh, to New Mexico. Yep, that would make sense. And mm-hmm. other states pay New Mexico. For the privilege of keeping the prisoners there yep. instead mm-hmm. of in their own state, they're like they're like the outsourcer. Of I wonder prisons. what
5: I wonder what Sarah thinks about that, uh, like the right. fact that uh, she has a ton <laughs> of uh, prisoners in New her Mexico.
3: State. Has the um. The nickname the land of entrapment Mm. and it's because wait maybe this is the the statistic that i'm remembering it's that new mexico has more people in their prisons and jails that are not from new mexico Uh, than anywhere else not only because they like to arrest people with Mm, you know who don't have new mexico plates or identification but also because they import prisoners from other
5: states wow
6: Hey, you've got a bunch of people that you want to be paid to house. We've got a bunch of desert. We built, uh, you know, a bunch of barbed wire castles on.
5: They're trying to build a And They did. Uh, yep, yep. They did. Yep, they sure did. Yeah, hearkening back to the show earlier. Nice. <laughs> Olivia?
10: How about that economy, guys?
5: Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, Don't so get me started. Too late! Uh. Okay, so
6: <laughs> I, I, I just have to point out one terribly important thing has happened. So Jerome Powell, the face of all banking... Uh, in America, that is, uh, has stopped saying that there might be a soft landing.
5: Mm, Yeah, no. He has
6: now switched Uh to saying a soft-ish landing Mm. and speaking about how the uh, possibility of a soft landing is disappearing.
5: He also said that he doesn't care about controlling the unemployment rates anymore and that he's okay with the economy just... Going into a down spiral where everyone like loses their jobs. Like he doesn't say it. Stagflation, here yeah. we come. Yeah. He doesn't say it that directly or anything, but like, um, as directly as you can say it as the director of the Fed.
6: Yeah. yeah. Stagflation, here we come. I yep. could
3: tell you from a practical perspective, three right, right about three years ago, uh, I purchased a property here hmm. in New Hampshire. And uh I was approved for X amount of dollars. Let's just say twenty bucks. Yeah. Let's just say houses cost, you know, whatever they were, you know, 20 and under back yeah. when I was looking. Uh, and uh, so three years go by. Uh, the Fed has printed bazillions of, oh, of yeah. dollars. More than ever uh, before. Yeah. The, the, there's more money in existence than ever before. Yep. And so I'm still only approved for the same amount of money if I wanted to buy a, a house again. But the price of the housing has, well, just about doubled.
5: Well, that must have been good for your house then. Yes, yeah. but,
3: but if I wanted to get another property, right now, uh, not I'm like stuck with a lesser quality yeah. of house now because well, well, I only make, trying- I still make this yeah. around this I make a little bit yeah. more, but uh, around well, the here- same amount of money salary wise that I made three years ago, but it's yeah. just the prices of houses yeah. have. Gone well no
6: the price of the house hasn't changed at all the price of the of the money to buy the house yeah. is what has gone through but i roof. don't
3: qualify for double the mortgage is what i'm saying mm, right i still only qualify for the same amount of money in a loan that i qualified for three years yeah. ago
5: well i think that that's what he's trying to do right now right with raising the uh, interest rate what was it like 15 points or something uh, like that um, like seventy-five basis points. Yeah. That's right. Year um, mortgage, is yeah, that like by 6%? by by raising it by that much, I think what he's trying to do is he's trying to crash the um, the housing market, um, because I think that the housing market is overly priced, mm-hmm. and uh, and if you want people to buy less houses, you in- increase the interest rates because mm-hmm. no one's gonna want to take out a thirty-year mortgage at like eight nine percent.
6: Yeah, I mean, chronically, the the housing market, because it is where the elite hold a significant portion of their wealth, yep. is always way way overvalued. Absolutely. So, I mean, the only the only way to keep an absolute collapse from happening immediately is to go ahead and collapse those prices down to something like what they're actually worth. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, the housing collapse is on its way. Yeah. And he does not
5: care. Yeah, Al- Olivia, what do you think about the economy?
10: Well, uh, BlackRock buying up all the houses and way outbidding families—that's not helping. But I—I I wanted to mention that they're cutting my hours. I work at a retail store called—it's kind of a discount store called Ross Dress for Less. Oh, and yeah, and I know And they're cutting our hours. Oh my gosh, they're cutting our hours so bad. And back to your point, when you were talking, you were laughing at the people who were like completely ignorant on a uh, on on the street in New York.
5: Yeah. Oh, yeah.
10: I've been uh, I've been hanging out with this really cool guy who's dropped out of high school but he's self educated, like he's read and read and read and you know, I've been to college for two degrees and I've also read and read and read and it's like he's matching me bar for bar in
7: conversation. Mm, yeah.
10: But, like it doesn't matter. Like society doesn't doesn't reward you for knowing things. Like no one cares at Ross that, you know, I I'm a walking encyclopedia. Right, and yeah, no one exactly. cares Popeye's chicken, where he works, and we're both like broke as a joke and struggling <laughs> paycheck to paycheck. And honestly, I'm like, I'm getting terrified. Like, that's the well, reason I called in well,
6: tonight. Is I'm I, I think that, I
5: think yeah, go ahead,
6: Olivia.
10: I, I'm just very anxious, you know, like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm scared.
6: Oh, hold on. So, so, uh, first off, I, I think that the, uh, the fact that you know things is about uh, like. The reward system of our economy is in a tremendous shift right now. Mm. So, I mean, because we are roboticizing and uh, automating all of these jobs, the only jobs that will be left will be uh, uh, creating pr- like uh, intellectual products. I mean, like mm. creative products are going to be the only ones that are that people can make anymore mm. because all of the repetitive ones are, are going to be unavailable. Like your job at Ross will not exist soon.
5: Mm. Good thing uh, we have a- NFTs then.
6: <laughs> you, you know, <laughs> whatever's clever, any way that it takes for for creation to get rewarded, I'm in favor of.
5: Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm sort of nervous like uh, like you, Olivia. I I. Um, I'm I'm a little paranoid about what's going to happen. I don't know if we'll see the uh greatest innovation in human history where we're all going to basically have everything taken care of by technology or if there'll be a complete collapse in which like we'll all have to start from the beginning and uh and then, you know, just have to build up society from there. It really could go either way right now, or we could all just get nuked. I don't I don't think
3: <laughs> I don't think we're done seeing the uh, effects of the network effect on humanity, Mm. right? And that is to say, like, here are the things that I've seen growing up, right? There was radio and television that already existed, but they were already recognized as, like, the greatest advancements of mankind, Mm. right? The ability to communicate massively to a whole bunch of people simultaneously. Like, that is a huge thing. Before that, the telegraph, the railroad, right, yeah. right stuff, shipping, yeah. right, that kind of stuff. And so the, the next things that came on for for me in my life were, like, the VCR, right? Mm, that was yeah. huge. The ability to watch something on demand yeah. in a thing that you could hold. Yeah. The next thing was... Uh, I lived
5: in that era. I'm young, but I've, I, yeah. I I'd used VCRs as a kid. The next thing was... Uh, Uh,
3: you know like uh, cell phone well pagers came first and then cell phones came right and all of Mm. a sudden you didn't have to have a landline right and that kind of thing. cable television was you know right before the cell phones uh so that came out and then so like i i've lived through all of these technological achievements Mm. and so then when cryptocurrency came around i'm like i've seen this before yes i recognize that this is the television Mm. of the modern era this is the Mm. mankind's greatest achievement of the modern era Mm. and like a lot of folks who listen to us and yeah. Free Talk Live, like the, even they don't like haven't like yeah. totally taken that in seriously. Well, and, and
6: that's one of the things where, like, okay, podcaster is a job now. Yes, mm, now yeah. that it, that exists because this massive technology popped into existence. Yeah, and we are on the beginning of another massive technology popping into existence. Yep. And again, it's going to be the most creative jobs that it's going to create. Right. So, I mean, uh, take heart, Olivia, because the world that is about to exist is something you cannot even begin to imagine now. Mm. Now, I am going to say that since you have the opportunity to position yourself for this wave, you know, get on your surfboard because like there's uh, see if there is some aspect of this coming change that is really interesting to you.
5: Yeah. And uh, Olivia, my biggest advice to you, if you were really worried, is uh, you know it probably won't surprise you, but move to New Hampshire. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like you'll just be so much more secure here. And uh, it's y- true. yeah, no, we we all have like cryptocurrency and alternative currency. So really, if uh, if the mar if like humanity just progresses infinitely due to technology, or if we completely regress, we've got things for both.
6: It's true. Yeah,
5: like old backs will stay am, up, and cryptocurrency. I am will
10: stay. working on it. I'm sorry, I didn't mean. No, to no, video, no, no, no,
5: no. It's fine. Go ahead.
10: I I am working on it. It's just like like I and I'm trying to bring a friend too. You know, the more the merrier. but nice, It's absolutely. like I said. It's that that financial aspect that's really yeah. cramping my style right now. Mm. Like I I had $500 saved up in the bank, and you know, life took a bad turn. with my hours getting cut so bad that I had to use it, and now I'm back down to zero. And it's just breaking my heart. And the worst part is my mom, you know, she's a boomer and she, she thinks it's the 1980s and Ronald Reagan's fixing the economy and whatever mm. she says, like, she's giving me a hard time about it. She's like, oh, you're, you're going to move out. You're going to move to New Hampshire. You're going to fail at that too, because uh, you've tried a bunch of different things. What a bitch. You know, and yeah, that's fucked
5: up. Yeah.
6: No, that's it's seriously fucked really up. up. Yeah,
5: definitely. Yeah,
6: um, no, uh, honestly, like, this is a life lesson. Like, be fucking careful who you share your dreams mm, with. Yes, yeah. because yeah. if they're gonna shit all over them, then it's gonna make it that much harder for you yeah. to actually get
5: them. You don't need um road to put roadblocks in front of your goals in life. Life puts enough roadblocks in your way, as it is.
3: yeah, sure.
5: yeah. Um, and um by the way, Olivia, I mean, you know, feel free to make whatever decision you want. But I know quite a few people that moved to New Hampshire on a shoestring budget. Like, they honestly did not have a lot of money, and then they moved here, and they ended up having more money because you get paid more, and the housing is more affordable. I mean, right now, it's, like, a, a little bit different, but that's basically everywhere we're, we're experiencing a housing shortage. It's not just New Hampshire. There's a like serious
3: labor shortage here, though. Like yeah. Right, yeah, so you, you can get any kind work, of job you, you want can out can here. Oh, my job. God, yeah, yeah. you
5: will you will not be working at Ross if you work out here. Like, how yeah, smart everywhere. you are? No, you, you would be making – like, there are places that pay way more than Ross and require way more – Um, mental labor than Ross for sure out here that they're begging for people at. Mm
10: -hmm. That is so exciting and so good to hear. Like that's, that's so reassuring. Yeah. And And just, just the upfront cost of getting there, you know, it might take me a few extra months. I don't know how to break it to nobody. I might miss the, I might miss the New Hampshire winter, but yeah, I'm bound Mm. and determined to better my life and regardless of, you know, well, if you, if you have to
5: miss if you have to miss anything you know the winter is probably not the worst <laughs> That's thing to miss true. yeah That's very
6: true. <laughs> yeah and i uh, for for my own budget like one of the most noticeable changes is just very simply not having to pay tax on everything I put in my mouth mm, yep because like I need to put things yeah. in my face hole or I die <laughs> and the fact that I have to pay extra money to get the things to put in my face is just not true here
5: yeah absolutely and
6: like Holy crap, what a difference that makes.
5: Mm, mm-hmm. Definitely. Anything else, Olivia? Uh,
10: Not that I can think of at the moment, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, well, I got to tell you, like,
6: if you can possibly find a way to do it, the sooner the better. Because the next couple of years, like, we're mm-hmm. going into a depression. Yeah. Like, the it is going to be so much easier to live here than elsewhere. It's yeah. so funny, too, because yeah.
3: when I first got here almost three years ago... Mm. Twenty nineteen. Is that three years ago? Yeah. Okay. Uh four, uh, but yeah. Okay. I think. Uh yeah. I uh, sorry. I yeah. felt like i got here just in time Mm, like i got out of the you know the 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 big city of the west coast yeah right before COVID, basically yeah Yeah. and and like even before that i i was saying things like that i'm like oh yeah you know the way the economy's going and you know the way you know the government's still bombing brown people and all that kind of shit yeah uh i was like i feel like i got out just in the nick of time and and especially then after i got the property Mm -hmm. like was right when COVID was kicking off so i had to Culture was pretty
5: polarized too. Yeah, we had to navigate
3: through like nobody was doing masks, right? Like, but like people were demanding you wear like latex gloves when you Uh, come through to see the property and stuff like that, right? So, and then like when it came to closing, we ended up closing in this giant room with like you know the the professionals down on one end and the homeowner and the new homeowner on the other end of the table. So then we were like. I don't know 20 feet it was more than six that's for sure away from each other none of us were wearing masks or Mm, gloves or anything well actually one person was wearing a mask but none of us were wearing gloves or anything but like that's how the closing took place Mm. like and this is right as COVID was kicking off so I can only imagine how people feel who aren't here Right.
6: Oh. Like
5: you- well, so I, I was like the opposite of you. Like what um I realized about the Free State Project right at the beginning of COVID. And so I was working in California like through uh you know the so called pandemic. Yeah. And um I was uh it it was like my uh you know shining north star you know it's like i can work hard and this is like the promised land this is where i'm gonna go and like listening to this show like yeah. free talk i don't know if this is how you feel olivia but like when i lived in uh, california and i listened to free talk live it felt like i was living in new hampshire with everybody um yes. and yeah yeah yeah
10: I like my family <laughs> yeah
5: exactly and well and, come visit your family yeah exactly come <laughs> on visit your family um yeah i mean that's how i that's truly how i view libertarians is that Every single libertarian is my brother and sister. It's I true. truly believe that.
6: It really I, is I true. have
5: way more in common with libertarians than I do with basically yeah. most other people.
3: And just like regular family, like, you're not going to like every libertarian oh, absolutely. that you meet. And yep. they're that's not going to like you either. Yep. Right? So there's that dynamic. So if you're familiar with the family dynamic, yeah. just take that as, like, the whole truth yeah. because that's how it is. But that yeah. doesn't mean, like... Man, I, when the chips are down, people come together. That's what I'm yeah. saying. People, the freedom-oriented yes. people support their community. Yeah, they are right? still family. They they bicker. They get into squabbles about, you know, the minutiae or what if in this example or that example. And yeah. one
6: thing I'll tell you for fuck sure, after the lockdown, we know exactly who our family mm, is. Yep. Because everyone Precisely. who was a pretender, they're gone. Yep. They all cleared out. Yeah. When the chips were down, they were statists. They yep. were authoritarian Pop suckers is what they were, and
5: holy so, shit, were there quite a few of them. Yeah, and yeah. wow, yeah.
6: that and that hurt. Oh. That that really hurt my heart to see all those people leave. Yeah, but like, it, it's uh, what hurt was to realize that they were never supposed to be here in the beginning. Mm. like that this is they don't belong here you don't belong with the libertarians when you're not a libertarian yeah like if you want to put me in jail go the fuck away
5: yeah exactly if
6: you want to not put me in jail while i'm being peaceful and living my life as best i can
5: then come on yeah mm. please let's do it yeah right. absolutely yeah. um that's why my favorite thing to do is like online just telling people about Uh, the libertarian homeland because like having this feeling of being around like like like-minded people is just something that you cannot replace you know like i i i listened to it a lot on free talk live and it was like it felt like a good feeling hearing people talk about it but like experiencing it and being here in person and feeling it it's really quite different you know it's like i i have a multi-family and uh and all my tenants are free staters (laughs) yeah (laughs) that would never happen in california yeah ever
6: or like anywhere else. Yeah.
5: Nowhere in the world. Not yeah, even no, it, like other countries.
6: It, it, honestly, it's a completely different fucking planet living here. Yeah. It, it really is. And, and uh, like getting to go back where I used to be gave me so much perspective oh, on yeah, that. I bet. Oh, I bet. Yeah. yeah.
5: Same, like, same thing oh, with yes, me. <laughs> I've
6: talked to the two minarchists I could find. Mm.
5: Yeah. Minarchists are kind <laughs> of rare out here.
6: Yeah. yeah, yeah. They're, they're rare in my circles for the opposite reason. <laughs> right.
5: Exactly. Everyone's an anarchist, basically. Yeah, Yeah
10: wow um hey you guys you guys should uh try to get on a pot well I, my friends my that friend i was talking about mm-hmm. the smart one who wasn't so smart when it came to the cops the first time but uh, <laughs> um they do a podcast called opinions and beer yeah. and uh i think you guys should should get on that uh, invite nobody and ian if they want to get on or mm-hmm. bonnie or you know whoever's cool up there um but they they do guest hosts of all walks of life. Oh, evidently, they interviewed at Libertarian once, but it's been a while. So you guys should definitely, uh, you know, hang out for an hour and and <laughs> tell the good, people.
5: Yeah, it's a good idea. And we could like promote the Free State Project on there just in case there's any Libertarians that are listening. The second mm-hmm. I heard about that's it, yeah. I got like, you know, I got into gear basically. So I think a lot of people just don't know about it
6: yeah Mm, holy crap is that ever the case yeah
5: seriously like every day i run into like a new person online that's like oh can um can you put me in touch with somebody that can help me with this or somebody that can help me with this like oh i'm a i'm a person that uh works at like nuclear power plants in other states do you have a nuclear power plant there oh yes we do actually it's Mm -hmm. on the seacoast and we're building another one Mm -hmm. um you know so like it's it's really it's really quite the white pill when you realize that like As much as we're talking about it, people are actually hearing about it, Mm -hmm. Um, and it's like it's the rule of exponential growth. Mm Like, right? Like last year was the first year that we had a thousand movers, and I wonder what it's going to be this year.
6: Yeah, it's it's part of uh, the Pareto principle or the Matthew principle. Mm. Uh to he who has, more will be given. Mm. To he to he who has not, what little he has will be taken. And uh, the the Pareto distribution, like uh stars when they are more massive will accumulate more mass. Yes. Uh in in the same way, like once you get going, it's easier to keep going.
3: Yep. And also life is what you make it. Yeah. Mm. Right. So if you're you know, listening out there and I'm not talking to you, Livy, I'm talking to anybody who's listening. Uh and you're like, wow, you know, the world really sucks and I'm in this horrible position mm. and, and that kind of thing. Well, the only way out of it is you. Yep. You know, you are the only person that can pull yourself out of whatever situation you're in and change it. Whatever that means to you, whatever you think is the right way to go about doing it, that's up to you. Yeah. Right. And we have lots of examples of that here in New Hampshire, people yep. doing it different ways. Some people come out broke as fuck they yep. gotta like crash on somebody's porch and mm, yep. like you know they that's they what i did that's what i did in the beginning i i don't recommend that way but <laughs> you know if if it's like just you and you don't have a family yeah. or pets or something like that right maybe you can make that happen yeah you know uh i did it a little bit differently but also like i had some money to do it at mm, the time yeah, and, yeah you know the job that i was working gave me my wings and that was like i got to work remotely. Uh, before it was cool, before mm. the COVID kicked in, right? Mm-hmm. I had to earn it, right? I had to bust my ass at this job for a period of time mm. before they would allow it. And then I finally was like, hey, it's raise time. They're like, yeah, it's not going to happen. I'm like, <laughs> how about if you give me the intangible benefit? And they're like, what's that? I'm like, you already got people working remotely full time. Mm, yeah. I'm like, give me my wings. They're like, sure. You know, wow. So- Mm -hmm. I immediately
5: set sail. That automatically gives you a raise too because you move from a state that has an income tax to a state that (laughs) doesn't. I went
3: from being poor to like being, you know, somewhat middle class. Right. Yeah. Just by the arbitrage between uh, the big city of Seattle where it's super expensive to come into little old Keene, New Hampshire. Yeah.
5: No, I mean, same here because. like, if I wanted to buy the three-unit multifamily that I have now in California, I Couldn't would need, like, I would need at least $100,000. Yeah. Like, at least. Yeah. And I did, <laughs> you know, not drowning in money here. I did not have $100,000 uh, to, Who does, to really? get it here. I mean, right. Like, right. you know, there's yeah. some
3: people that do, but, like, do they really have it, or is it right. put somewhere else? Or right, they, you know, yeah. Is it an investment? Is yeah. it, you know...
5: Can they actually liquidate it and use right. it for something? Right. right. Exactly. Um. And so, yeah, like, that, like, coming over here and realizing that, like... Um, this was just my experience personally, Olivia. I, I don't want to, like, overstate the case because, like, I'm just an anecdote. But when I moved over here, um, I went from, like, living with uh, family to being out here and living uh, completely by myself, like, having uh, my own house. And um, I ended up making, like, double what I made out there working the same job. Um, and, like, I think it's just because there's, um, there's like, a lot more labor in places like California or, like, the uh, more highly Dense, uh, densely populated areas than mm-hmm. out here and i think that that's the biggest factor again anecdotal like right. there are people that move here and, and make it, less money and it totally to, goes wrong there right. are some people who right. have
3: moved here shoestring budget or no budget at all and it's yeah. totally gone wrong for them and Absolutely. they end up in like you know i don't want to say homeless but like yeah. you know that kind of a thing
5: yeah. Well, well and, we're libertarians we and, believe in and people and making
6: their own choices to touch on what you were saying captain about like being the change, yes. like, okay, you know, there, there's a, there's a thing called uh, locus of control, right? Mm. Uh, an internal locus of control is my choices change my life. An external locus of control is sort of the, I am a victim of circumstance. Right. And to be fair, the truth is between those two, but the important fact is that the thing you can change is the thing you can change. Right. Mm. So the part in yourself and what you are doing with your time with your attention that is what makes all of the difference of your entire life and sure there are things you're going to have to deal with that you can't control mm. but if you don't if you don't shift what you can control then you'll never know how much it is mm. and it, spoiler alert is way more than you think it
5: is oh yeah you can control most things in your life if you have the right thoughts yeah. That's that's my belief wholeheartedly. Um I think that the main thing that d- that distinguishes most people from Elon Musk are the thoughts that you choose to have.
10: I know that's right.
5: Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um because like Imagine if you think that like oh I'm a loser, I can't do anything. Like oh I the I'm going to just work I'm going to just yeah. work at this job forever and like maybe I'll retire someday. Like that's what's going to happen to you because you're manifesting it by saying it and thinking um, it. Yeah, and thinking it. Whereas like if you're like I'm a rich person, even if you're broke. I'm a rich person and I'm going to have this this and this. Like what I did was I was like okay, so I'm going to have a 3 unit multifamily in New Hampshire like uh, close driving distance from my law school and like you know all and not a high property tax and all of these things and then like and then lo and behold i do the Boom. looking and it's right there it's like the exact one that i pictured and like what happens i get it and uh you know and that would have never happened if i thought oh i'm never getting out of california i'm like you know all, all of all of that stuff like um and yeah, the
6: man who says he can and the man who says he can't are both right yep
5: yeah, exactly
10: I feel like I've been trying to manifest money for a long time. Like, I'll tell you one thing I do when I go into Ross, I pretend that I'm the undercover boss. I'm actually
6: the CEO. <laughs> nice. And oh, that's, that's awesome. That's
10: I, yeah. Well, So like my-
6: manifesting money can be a trap because it's never the money you want. Right, it's the things that you get—the independence—and and, and the fact of the matter is that money is so abstract and intangible that it's really hard to manifest in any meaningful way. And you want to
3: manifest the opportunity, exactly. Mm, right. Yep,
6: exactly. So, and 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 the way manifesting works, the way that our nervous systems are built, you have to focus on like what your experience is, mm. and it, you don't experience money; it's too abstract, but. You can focus on, like uh, like you were saying, the experience of being uh, the one who is in charge in the shop. Mm. Or the experience oh. of, you know, say, you know, a, a fancy car or a yeah. nice house. Right. So, like, focusing on the experience of that you're looking for is going to be more effective than trying to uh, f- uh, focus on the money.
5: Right. Yeah. Now, if I imagined like just a giant pile of like fifteen, twenty thousand dollars instead of uh, instead of like the house and every detail about the house, I would not have gotten the fifteen, twenty thousand um, dollars. But like, obviously, I was able to get the house. So. Right. Yeah.
10: Oh no, I I I agree. I agree to a certain point. I I do believe that money is has a certain I do want the money too. Oh, but, yeah, but, for you, sure. But because of the, it's like, I do visualize or feel myself into that, that I walk well, into a shop and it doesn't matter what shop it is, but I feel that raw power of you can have anything and everything you want. Or you know. like,
5: Yeah, wa- that's it. Yeah. That, well, well, there's on a
6: distinction demand. there. Yeah, that's there's it. There's a distinction between the money and the feeling of power. Mm, yep. And, the, and like focus on that. Focus on that feeling but, of power of knowing you can get everything in this shop because mm, mm-hmm. that's, that's the way but, we work is yes. the experience of the thing. But yeah. it's
10: because I have the money and not because I've had credit cards, you well, know, because I've done the credit yeah, card. Yeah, and yeah.
6: absolutely. <laughs> and it, it also sounds like another experience that's important to you is the feeling of security mm. that can go yes. with money. And uh, again, it's it's weird, but this is how we work, is that, like, you don't experience money, mm. but you experience these things that are connected to it. Right. So you can experience the feeling of security. Yeah. That will come from the money that you're about to get.
5: And just a slight note on that. You can actually feel rich even if you have zero dollars in your bank account. Mm-hmm. Like basically being broke or rich, they're both potentially temporary experiences. But like having the mindset of a rich person or a poor person that you can have regardless of how much money you have in your bank account. Um, and that's that's definitely something to keep in mind. Uh like, um, going, like I'm going through school right now and it's, uh, it's hard cause, uh, you know, you do not feel as rich when you're in school and not having a job. Some, um, uh, <laughs> some practical
3: things for, uh, folks who are listening that, you know, if you find yourself in a situation and, and maybe this applies to you too, Olivia, uh, take it for, for what it's worth for you, but, uh. There have been times when people have just worked their way out of a situation right mm. so uh, I know people and I at some point in my life I had two full-time jobs back to back yeah. Right, sixty. Well, you know, sixteen hours of paid work plus uh, about an hour commute, half hour between job one, Mm -hmm. another to job two, and I did that for a short period of time, right? But just to get myself out of the fucking situation that I was in, right? I think I only kept job number two for three or four months, right? Mm. But that second income uh, was so beneficial. People are doing things now uh, that uh, I've heard of, and I haven't done this myself, but with the whole work from home thing, yeah. People are figuring out how to get two jobs at the same time Mm. because you're working from an office in your house or something Mm. that resembles an office in your house. And as long as you don't have to like take phone calls all day, right? Yeah. There's some other job that you're doing. It's administrative work or you're doing proofreading or something, right? There's yeah. some there's tasks that you can do without yeah. communicating. You can certainly get two different jobs without right. either employer knowing about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, well, your employers aren't going to like it if they find out about yeah. each other, but there's nothing really preventing you from doing something like yeah. that. Well, the especially other-
5: if you're a efficient worker. Well, Especially.
3: And- Hang on. The other thing is um, uh, you could get two jobs, right? The other thing is... There might be an employer out there, depending on your skill set and your education... And also your ability to like talk them into it. Mm. But there are employers out there who, if you say, hey, I'm coming to your area and I'm going to move there, even if you don't have, you know, a dime of first, last and deposit or whatever, but you're like, hey, I'm going to come here and I'm going to, my plan is to come here. Yeah. You can put in applications for those jobs and start talking to these employers. Yeah. And perhaps some of them will have some sort of a bonus and maybe that puts you over that money hurdle. Yep. Right. And I'm speaking to you specifically, I guess now, Olivia, but like, you know, if you, don't have quite enough money to make the move maybe that'll make the difference
5: yeah they're desperate out here too like um when i first moved here i more or less got a legal job right away and i got a second job with fedex and like it was so easy i got it like within two weeks of being here and like having a 603 area code you know um and so it's it's really possible to do you know um but just like the people that uh came uh from east to west uh to pursue more opportunity and more freedom uh people that are now doing from west to east or from anywhere else to east um are going through that same thing you know it, we're very much pioneers well, in this and, right and, and
6: and that's part of the internal locus of control is i can go get another job mm. where like i'm it's like oh cole's uh, uh, or ross is uh, cutting my hours yeah OK, well, that's that's the external uh, locus of control. Mm. Oh, no, they are doing this to me. Yeah. Whereas the internal locus is, oh, you're going to give me a bunch of free time. Yes. Well, I'm going to take this this gift of free time
5: to apply other places. Exactly.
3: Yep. Uh, temporary services still exist right, as far as employment is concerned. Mm. And so that that's a great sort of bridge. Uh, for folks who are trying to relocate, oh, yeah. because Absolutely. you can call them up in advance of your move. Even if you're moving on a no budget, sh- shoestring budget sort yeah. of a thing, you call them up in advance, fill out all the paperwork online. Yeah, right. All they need is like to probably to you know make a copy of your IDs and stuff. Once you get to, to the place where you, but you could have a job lined up before you get
5: here. Yeah, there's there's a um you know I don't want to get into two specific examples out of here, but just to give you a rough idea, Olivia. Um, there's this factory that's like um, a half a mile away from my house. That's just like the starting pay is twenty dollars an hour. Like I don't know oh, right. what I, I don't know what the pay is out there for uh, people that work at Ross, but twenty dollars an hour out here is definitely a living wage. Um, and they're doing forty hours a week, sometimes overtime. So if your only thing holding you back is money, like the the money making opportunities out here are, um, I think a lot e- they were a lot easier here than they were in California. That's for sure.
10: Oh wow! Yeah, uh, you know, I didn't even think about the temp agency thing either. I had oh, yeah. called around like to restaurants and, and. That's how I got my first sourcing. job out
5: here. This temp agency.
10: Oh, that's very cool. Yeah. yeah, I mean, this is this is very reassuring. It it really is. Um, and I'm I'm trying to get a friend to come with me because I I just I just feel better with a you know like I just feel better not going alone. But uh, it can be hard because you know they have their own life going on and yeah. I don't know, but
6: so we'll see but well, from uh, the bottom of my heart to quote the movie of a fellow granite stater
10: you can do it
5: <laughs> <laughs> i have faith in you <laughs> yeah me too uh, um i have faith in anyone who's um you know who believes in the mission of freedom. Like, honestly, if you've internalized that and you believe it in, you know, not to sound religious, but if you believe it in your heart and soul, uh, you know, I I think that you've got the spirit to survive out here, that live free or die spirit. And
6: to be honest, there is a real community out here. Yeah. And there is literally no calculating what a community is capable
3: of doing. Mm Mm-hmm so much talent to like oh uh, yeah just uh, some of the most intelligent people in ways i didn't even expect Mm. you know uh bumping into uh, all sorts of people who have diverse backgrounds diverse experiences Mm -hmm. for the same reason like we're all we're nerds we're freedom nerds (laughs) basically right you know in one way shape or another yeah what i like though is that Before I moved here, I felt very much like I was crazy. Now, I might Mm. still be crazy, (laughs) but I felt crazy because I was unable to convince, like, my closest uh, circle of people that, you know, hey, I'm doing this because I feel like it's the right thing to do. Mm. And, you know, we'd have arguments about, like, oh, you can't have no government and, you know, blah, blah, blah. Mm, Taxation yeah. isn't theft. It's the price we paid. I'll have what I You know, yeah, all yeah. the regular arguments. And so. will about the roads. I was just like, <laughs> I, I just sort of, I don't know. I, I roads. Don't, I checkmate. Didn't, <laughs> I didn't acquiesce, but I just sort of was like, I just, okay, this is the position that I'm in. I'm just going to accept that, you know, no one is going to sort of come over to my side on this argument mostly. There were a few yeah. people here and there that you know, would, or would it be at least sort of on the slide be like, okay, look, man, you're right about this shit. Yeah. Uh, you know, like they wouldn't say it in front of a big crowd of people or whatever, you know, if I was playing at a show or something, but like yeah. they pulled me aside and be like, you know, dude, I, I've been looking at it. Taxation really is fucking extortion. Yeah. You know, that kind of a thing. So like I had an effect, but like nobody was able to like sort of like what we're doing here now yeah exactly talking into microphones we're broadcasting right yeah Uh, free talk live we're talking to the nation yeah that kind of a thing so and now that we know that taxation is theft so
6: what's our plan to end the theft Mm. that we see going on all the time Yeah, i I don't know we can have part two of the conversation
5: so i'm not as optimistic i think as uh you guys are i basically think that uh Most people, unfortunately, love the power too much and um, can basically never be convinced to give up the ring of power. I think that, like, there is something inherent within libertarians that makes us, um, you know, skeptical of authority. And I'm not saying that's limited to any specific characteristic. What I am saying is that basically, like, you have to be you have to be wired, right? You have to like um, you have to believe that you can um, do decisions on your own. Um, that you don't need a safety net that's always gonna catch you when you fall down. Um, and that can be hard to well, find in people.
6: I think that that I think that while there will never be a point where everyone gives that ring of power up, right. I still think that the vast, vast majority of our species will. After we show them that it's possible to accomplish Bingo. without mm, dying. Right, right. Okay. We, libertarians yeah,
3: are willing. Yes, we could talk a good game. Yeah. And we've got good arguments or at yeah. least good anecdotes and yeah. you know that kind of a thing. But we really are There's willing. There's never been an anarchist society. Right. No. We really are willing to do it. Yeah. That's why we're yeah. all here. We're like, right. yep, let's give this thing a
5: shot. Well, that's what's unique about this, right? Is that in um in anarchist history, we've always been a diaspora. Yep. We've always been all over the world Scattered. and yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. And and we had influence within our societies, but we didn't actually have a homeland to congregate around now we do and now we can forge a common bond of like brother and sisterhood and and live out the lives as we choose to together it's going to be awesome
3: right and in the past occasionally like a a strong anarchist thinker who was also like intelligent and like a writer or something like that they would occasionally be held up by their peers as like a respected person and that kind of thing whereas most anarchist thinkers were like sort of like shunned and like ah you're crazy yeah that kind of thing and so the ability for us to gather in a place like similar minded people and prove to the rest of the world that this is possible is significant i almost equate it to evolution mm. right this is a theory that i've been toying around with in my head like is this what we're experiencing now the this freedom movements you know here in new hampshire the free state project and the larger uh, freedom migration that's yeah. happening here uh, is this human evolution right mm. why why can't we pinpoint what makes Somebody a libertarian, right? There's never like this magic thing that brings you over to the philosophies of freedom. For everybody, it's different. So is this just humankind waking itself up? Yeah. Right. Because humankind has done this before. Yeah. Right. We've seen this in history. Absolutely.
5: Yeah. Well, you know, what's um, super unique about the Free State Project is that it's the only place where I see a bunch of high Q libertarians making lots and lots and lots of babies. And if you don't think that that's going to have an outcome on like the uh, future society that this place has, I think you've got another thing coming.
6: To talk about uh, a a grand awakening is absolutely what humanity is going through. It's hard to see because things are very distracting. But, okay, for example, red-pilled and woke Mm, are are two important and good things. Yes. Like, if you're on the left, it is good to be woke. It is necessary. Yeah. If you're on the right, it is good to be red-pilled. These are both ways of saying that awakening is positive. Mm. So yes, all of humanity is currently going through an awakening process, mm. which is why things
10: suck. Percent.
5: Yeah, definitely. Olivia, what?
10: A thousand percent, like, spot on, Peakless Mountaineer. And I just wanted to make a comment on anarchy. If you today did something or any anything that you wanted to do that didn't hurt anybody else, that's anarchy, especially if you didn't have to ask permission for Amen. it. That's anarchy. That Amen is. to it's, that. It's not hurling Molotov cocktails. I know right. that's what we all picture because that's what's been pumped into our, you know, eyeballs. But no, if you just did what you wanted to do, and didn't hurt anyone, that's anarchy. Yeah,
6: you we know? are if we are, are being somebody. anarchists most of the time. Yep,
5: every interaction yeah. is an inter uh, anarchist interaction unless you're interacting with the state. Mm-hmm. Olivia,
3: we are out of time. It is time for us to go. Thank you for uh, participating. Thank you to our
5: other callers. Thank you, Olivia, Major for Payne calling. Major
3: Payne and uh, Jack and who else called? I don't remember. Thank you for f- sitting inside tonight oh, as of guest course. beard. It was a lot of fun. Uh, I hope I yeah, am yeah.
5: able to guest my beard once again yeah, we, we and talk about my beard more I, next time maybe. I, <laughs> I think that's
3: possible. Thank you, Peekless. Uh, I'm going to take you out with a song for all the people who are dumb. You're
2: dumb. You're dumb. You're dumb. You're, dumb. you're dumb. Same thing. Same thing.
7: Still, dumb. Still, still
2: dumb. Hey, Murph, you're dumb. No, you're dumb. No, no, you're dumb. You're dumb cause you got glasses on. Well you're dumb. Your nose is funny and dumb. Oh yeah well your eyes are dumb. Well, I'm gonna sing while you're dumb. Your books are overdue because you're dumb. Oh yeah? Well your hamster ran away because you're dumb. The blood on top because you're done You couldn't get them open so you went to the store to buy some scissors but didn't have enough money so you started running to your friend's house to borrow some money so you could buy some scissors to open up your ketchup packets and enjoy your french fries more fully but then just before you got to his front door piano fell in your head because you're tough didn't
0: see that one coming oh say can you see
2: You're dumb Oh wait wait. You're still still alive alive. You're still still dumb Dumb studio is just my dumb, closet in my apartment dumb, and dumb, and and you're dumb, dumb because dumb, I'm out of
1: dumb things dumb, to say dumb dummy
2: dumb. Dumb.